Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. Um, how's it going? It's going well. What's today's date? It's uh, June 22nd, 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, actually, this is a, a day past the summer solstice, and we're uh, a little over halfway through the year. That's crazy. It is. You know, I like think that like it's, it has been that big of an eventful year for me, but we did move. You did, That's a big move, yeah. That is literally a big move. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's also 10.02 p.m. right now. Uh, 11.02 p.m. Central Time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, what is this Central Time thing? There's only one time, and it's right now. Yeah. Yeah. Time is relative in that way. Yeah. <laughs> time is. <laughs> an endless, it's an endless loop. What did you say? There's a, uh, the universal start over as a theory. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The theory is that as the universe expands, time goes forward, and then it hits this critical point and starts to contract, and then everything that has happened happens again, but in reverse. That sounds awful. It's, it sounds horrifying. Uh, and it's honestly just as plausible as nearly any other thing that could happen. So, I wonder if, like, would there even be existence? <laughs> see that's the thing it's like i don't know if that would include consciousness because like we can only really um kind of conceptualize consciousness in this forward moving sense um but maybe did you ever see that movie arrival did you see a movie arrival is that the one with the uh, what's her name more plays lois in the man of steel movie yeah uh amy adams is it or it was okay who directed that it was a. Uh, it was the guy who did Dune, I think. Um, yeah, I, it was okay. I think I saw that in an airplane. Um, I mean, it's like it was all about like language and the movie. Like it was in and out. Like takes place over a bunch of years, but it, like jumps. Yeah. Uh, or I, you know, sometimes I hate those type of narratives because it's like it makes it really hard to like follow the movie. It well, it was it was about language. I think she's like a linguist, but like the the key was that the aliens didn't experience time like we do they didn't their consciousness experienced like all times at once and so uh they they like could their past and future were kind of indistinguishable in a way how was she able to communicate them then again i forgot it was gosh i forget too that basically there's that famous scene where she's in in a large room and those squid aliens are kind of they they suction cup their flippers or whatever to the uh um window and she does it's something to do with like math or something i don't know it was, i thought it was a good movie but you're right it's it's a little slow it's a little it's very thinky um uh but it was good it was based on like a, a short story like it a was back like because it's like she has his daughter and dies of cancer yep. but then the movie takes place over deck like decades it seems because she doesn't have the kid in the beginning yeah well, and, like, and you find yeah. out that she she gets a glimpse of the future and she knows that her 
that if she has a daughter, the daughter will develop cancer and die very young. And she decides to do it anyway, because she wants to experience loving her daughter for those six years or whatever. And her husband finds out that she knew that and and leaves her as a result of it like there's like a lot going on in there but But isn't there also like she has to do this too because the the aliens will like something do with the aliens as well i don't remember that being the case i i only saw the movie once and i read the short story um a couple times um i just remember that the that language wise all the countries thought they translated the word as like bomb or weapon or something, but of then, course. but then the the woman uh, is like, no, this also could mean tool, and that's that's what they're saying is they're all a bunch a- of tools. That's the alien, <laughs> yeah. Or they just, they really love the band, right? <laughs> <laughs> Their language is based on like Maynard's guitar noodlings or something. Yeah, like. like uh, and what I liked about the aliens too, if I remember, it was like kind of hard to tell how big they were. Yeah, they, they were like, like a bottom, but like they they were like in this foggy like yeah, like an atmosphere or something. They they had to be contained in. Yeah. Well, anyway, that being said, I don't know if when we go, if the universe eventually starts to contract, if all this does happen, I don't know if we'd experience like consciousness the way we're used to. Like you get I mean, digged out of the grave. Yeah, I mean, like, imagine that. Like, imagine just being, um, like, shocked into full consciousness of everything that experienced. And then as you, like, go, I presumably backwards in time, like, you... You would lose things. Yeah, it's just, that's a very... Do you, do you ever, like, take a nap, like, in the middle of the day and you wake up and you, like, literally have no idea where you are or, or like... No, what's those up? are, like, weird naps. And you just slept for, like, 20 minutes or something stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. I hate they, those. It only like, happens. Feeling. Yeah, and, and like I had, I had one of those pretty recently. I woke up and I literally, for a brief moment, like I didn't even know who I was. I was just like, "What the fuck am I?" Uh, and uh, I would imagine that life would be entirely like that the entire time it's occurring. So that would suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I don't know. Mm. But you know what? Well, I get that's the thing. I could say like we won't be there for that, but. Technically, but, but we would be. Yeah. We could be there for that because we will technically be having having this exact same conversation yet in reverse. Like, yeah, yeah, right. right. Talking like that because we're talking backwards. Like, right. It'll it'll be like an extended red room series uh, sequence from like a good <laughs> I am the arm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm getting a little turned around on this. Then I may this may be okay. So. Now that you made it cool, like David, <laughs> yeah, um, I I await our torturous reverse <laughs> reversal life. It's uh, yeah. All right, so what what are we talking about? All right, we're, we're talking about um, uh, the last episode of Obi Wan and episode three of Ms. Marvel. We're going to talk about uh, kind of an awful. Um, shift in Republican policies or politics. They, they've gone pretty full anti, anti uh, LGBTQ. I mean, they've gone. They've, they've been, been doing this for years, but now they're really ramping it up with like anything that has, you know, going after like having like the Proud Boys and stuff coming up yeah. and showing up at like 
those drag queen like story time things. I'm like, yeah. really? Well, I mean, if anything, they're the ones scaring the kids. It's just crazy. Uh, well, well, so we're going to talk okay, about that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about January 6th stuff that's been happening. Um, we're talking about the, the, hearings. New yeah, the hearings, uh, the New Mexico County election. Uh, the, yeah, the as elect- a follow up to last week. We'll yeah, that, that's a good one. Uh, we're talking about the South Dakota Attorney General. Um, we talked about that years, like last year or something. Yeah. You, you brought that up. You talked about how this guy had like a dead body or he had a he hit somebody and yeah. he had the glasses or something. It was, it was the craziest story. We'll talk, we'll talk well, about that. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the, a little bit about the Uvalde police uh, response and situation and kind of t- factor that into the gun control uh, thing that looks like it's going to pass. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I think I think that's a a go. And uh, then we're going to talk about the Bored Nazi Yacht Club and their connection to Nazi uh, Nazism. I guess there's not really. I mean, yeah, it. yeah. The um, board apes, the NFTs, that they're. It's like a Nazi troll thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's a really interesting story. I think. I certainly agree with it in in well we'll get into it later yeah we'll talk about that uh and then we're talking we're going to wrap up by talking about uh twitter and elon musk yeah yeah the never-ending saga yeah Oof. all right so um first things first i i watched obi-wan and then ms marvel tonight Obi-Wan. <laughs> i wish i would say it oh, like yeah. you're sarcastic Obi-Wan. I wish I had watched them in reverse. They were both really great, but um they were they're very different shows. And Obi-Wan was kind of like this big kind of grand it was the emotional, emotional. emotional episode, and it was yeah. the last episode, is the finale, and this is only yeah. the third episode of the series. And right. And and I think Ms. Marvel for me kind of suffered in comparison a little bit because of that, which is in an unfair comparison. But um, I watched Obi Wan, and then I watched Ms. Marvel. They were both great, um, and you watched them both too. Uh, and uh, what 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 did, did you watch one before the other? I watched Obi Wan first. Yeah, and I watched Ms. Marvel afterwards. I watched Obi Wan. I watched Obi Wan when it premiered, and I was gonna watch Ms. Marvel, and it was just getting late. I was like, I'll just finish this tomorrow. That uh, probably was for the best. I think, yeah, to take a palate it, cleanser between. Yeah, it, I mean. Obi-Wan was so good. Uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely like it definitely wrapped up the at the series uh really well. Yep. Uh, last week's episode was really good too. Oh yeah, yeah. So you had two really good episodes to like kind of, you know, the first four, they're good. There's some are better than the other. And then we talked about each episode and, and yeah. you can listen, go back and listen or pass this four weeks yeah yeah because they're the one and two premiered together right so technically this was a five-week journey instead of yeah. a six-week journey uh and um i i think overall this series you know we were like where's this going what is the point of it and i think it wrapped up in a way that it told like a really solid story yes gave new insight to the like it, it did a good job of like some of the weird loose ends and things that inconsistencies that the prequels had that led up to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these movies came out like 
20 years ago already, which is insane when you think about yeah, it. Yeah. Like it's getting to the point now that like when Star Wars episode one came out, the movie Star Wars itself was like 22 years old. Yeah. And now we are now episode one is older than what Star Wars was back then. Do you know what I mean? We're just That's like five years away from a 50th anniversary of Star or, Wars. Uh, yeah. A New Hope. Yeah. We're like a little less. Yeah. I mean, we literally just passed the 45th anniversary yeah. of Star Wars. And uh, which would be great because that's how it works. You know, I'm turning 45 this year. I was in my mom's nice. stomach when she saw Star Wars. Um, and uh, like a jelly, like a kangaroo. Yeah. Right. Uh, my little head was sticking out of the pouch. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I can't wait till I turn 50. Right. To watch. No, I'm kidding. That's not uh, But like, it's crazy. So like the prequels are old movies already. Yeah, they are. It. I mean, like. And it kind of worked out in a way that, like, it's kind of funny. Someone brought up and said that, like, Al Guinness was only 58 when he made Star Wars. He wasn't that old. It's just his hair was white. They made him look, I mean, he wasn't that old. He just, his hair was white and he was wearing this, like, well, old and they, man cloak. So they kept reinforcing that he was old band band. I mean, they, they, the narrative kind of also yeah. led to you believing. the 70s was old i mean mm-hmm. you, you only lived to like maybe 62 back that's then, true right? wasn't it? <laughs> I, mean, I wonder what the average life expectancy back in 1977 was it probably <sighs> it's probably lower than you think even though i think yeah. it's down the life expectancy in the united states yeah well the last uh last couple of years it's been the first time in like a long time where it's gone down i wonder if covid um, had anything to do with that yeah. Okay. So in 1970, uh, it was 78, 78, 79 years. So no, that's in 2019. Oh, all right. Never mind. Yeah. So 78 oh, years. Today yeah. it is 43. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. Now it's 78 years. Fuck. In 1970, it was like 73 well, years. 73. 73. Yeah. So we'll just add a couple of, like some, let's just say 75. Right. So the joke is that like Ewan McGregor's 51 and this movie, this series takes place in between episode, uh, this takes place 10 years later. And then like basically New Hope is like eight or nine years later. Right. The joke is that he kind of lines up with Al Guinness's age. Yeah. When it gets to that point. it's crazy too because it's like it's weird. Like this was Al Guinness's character, and Hugh McGregor did a great job of kind of making this character his own. And now with this series, it's like he's Obi Wan. Oh, e- easily, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Al Guinness. Sorry, yeah, no, Sir Alec Guinness. Sir <laughs> Al Guinness, ain't yours anymore. There's a new Obi Wan town. Well, I was thinking about that when I when I was watching Obi Wan tonight. I was like um this series really really has kind of filled out the character for me because like in star wars you only see alec guinness is a big part of of a new hope and he's in there and you kind of like you get a good sense of who he is or more likely who he was and then the obi-wan character in the the three prequels was solid but it wasn't written super well in one he's like it doesn't focus on him too much like yeah he's Qui-Gon's apprentice and it focuses a lot more on Qui-Gon, especially like 
I mean, when they go to Naboo, I mean, when they go to Tatooine and they discover Anakin, Obi-Wan's on the ship. He's not even there. Like, right. He doesn't go on that. He doesn't meet Anakin until after the pod race. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, he has the big fight with Maul in the end and everything like that. And then two, I mean, it focuses a lot on him. And then three, that's really when, you know, he got to, like, right. really shine, I feel like. Um, but this series was great. I mean, like... It, there is like a couple of weird things about it. I mean, I think they did a good job with Leia in the end because we're like, okay. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, Leia was, uh, and, and we talked about this in the previous episode, that it was always obvious, even though Leia and Luke are twins, they were born, dif- they were separated yeah. and lived in two totally different lives. She lived uh, with like, the, she was the daughter of a, a politician, basically, yep. or I guess she's a princess. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird, like she's a princess, but like Bail Organa is not king, right? Yeah, it's weird because like the the is the wife a queen or something? Like they they explain it in the prequels, like because Naboo is also like a republic, but there's a princess. I think it's kind of like um this uh, is this is Alderaan. Uh, I think it's I think yeah, but they explained it similarly. I think it's kind of like modern day England where theoretically a prince could be a minister of parliament or something like you could you could be elect like prince harry or whatever could run for office and get elected and he'd be a prince and uh they show that that she's like was already kind of involved and she was a little kid didn't want to deal with it now she's like more involved and she goes through this experience and it just shows that like and they uh kind of pretty much explain that in the first star wars movie that you yep. know, she's fully in the mix of this war. Yeah. Between this Star Wars, this war, the stars. <laughs> and Luke is just this farm sheltered farm boy. So it's, I think this yeah. show did a good job of like establishing again how Leia was. And like, you know, they make sure that she doesn't know that she does that she has a brother. Right. Uh, Obi-Wan does make sure, but he does tell her, like, you you have to keep this a secret. Like you never met me basically which probably explains why like when she leaves the message to she acts like she never met him it's like you fought with my father in the clone wars because if that message did get to the empire and she's like hey remember when uh i was 10 and we went on that cool adventure (laughs) we fought flea from the red hot chili peppers well i could i could even chalk it up to uh like that part to leah just not really having a, a real good clear recollection of it you know and it never really she being, is a kid too yeah i mean like people's perspectives when they're young are different than oh they, they, i don't know i think when i was 18 i remembered a lot of stuff from when i was 10 still perhaps yeah perhaps i don't know i know uh, i think she knew to like because he says that to her like you know we have to he tells her and i am obi-wan kenobi like, yeah. so it's not oh like it makes sense why she named her kid ben in the and now even yeah. more because that's how she knew him obi-wan kenobi but it also shows like she could keep a secret or whatever i yeah. mean listen it's fine you know right. i mean it, it's i'm not more like worried episode. by like ben didn't pull luke and leah aside on the death star and say like look it doesn't look great for us right now, but I gotta I gotta tell you guys a few things. <laughs> you know, you guys are uh, twins. Yeah, 
And uh, if you want to beat Vader, the best way to do it, spoilers, we're spoiling the hell out of this, <laughs> is to just punch him in the fucking chest plate a bunch of times with a shoot a him rock. in the chest yeah. plate or punch him a bunch of times. Motherfucker can't breathe. <laughs> he needs that to breathe. You can literally do whatever the fuck you want to him. Like, yeah. you don't even have to, like, you don't even have to be that good with the, you just got to make sure to aim. Like, the chest plate. Like, that shit. Like, if he just told the rebel, the rebel, the rebels of everyone, like, listen, aim for the chest plate. Yeah, coordinate your fire. One guy is gonna. If fifty people are shooting him, one of them is gonna get his chest plate, yeah. and then he's done. He's done. <laughs> like, I mean, it was okay. The fight was awesome. I loved. Like, it's kind of funny if you think about it. So you got this lava plant, right? Yep. And it's like hot, and it's like this is the or true origin of Vader. And then you go to this like weird like planet that's like it's like these spikes or like they're not that what are they slagmites it's almost like the after years of lava there's no lava yeah yeah. it's like a symbolism of like where they're at and it's like invaders in that costume i don't know it just i felt like there was they, they didn't just pick that point well besides that they were able to do cool rock tossings and stuff it was but i so feel like there's some like symbolism yeah. of why it's on that planet and the the environment that they were in it looked like hell battle what it, it looked like hell you know and, and that's probably like they they're both in a hell of sorts you know i mean like vader obviously in a hell of his own making but ben was like also in hell based on like his guilt and all that kind of stuff you know what i mean so i, I like know. that whole like so ben um obi-wan kenobi like they're in the they're in that ship they're being chased by the star destroyer kind of similar to like last jedi yep. but you know better yeah. and uh he tells ice cube's son that he's gonna go and uh just and they're like, no, you can't leave, whatever. Whatever. He gets on a ship, goes yeah. to he tells uh uh Kamal Nujani, is that his name? To yeah. lay a home. Uh I like that character. It was interesting. It was real fun, yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind if he I would like to see him somehow show up in the thing. It's kind of like a he could fake easily Jedi. show up in like a Mandalorian episode or I mean uh, he would be a lot older. Remember, this does take see the problem is with these shows oh, yeah. now. That this, this is, is before again, this a is new before hope. New hope. This is yeah. eight, eight, this is like eight or nine years for New Hope, and Mandalorian is five years later. You can Listen, jump in all you gotta do is throw a little gray hair and come out. Yeah. And or, you know what? He could be from a planet where yeah, they don't age. Age is slower. Yeah, he could say that too. Hey, you wonder how I look good? Well, my people, right? We live have a uh, hundred years longer than you do. Well, the... right, sure, that's all I needed. This is Star Wars. That's fine. The middle, the middle part of this episode. He's an eternal. I thought was shot so well. It's a whole bunch of like interesting camera angles. They did. Like, this these... definitely was the most cinematic of the episodes yeah. too. Like there was some. Like it was such a. Obi Wan was weird in that. Like and had really good shots and everything like that. But then sometimes it just. Just sometimes it just felt like a cheap TV show too. Yeah. It was weird. But then this episode though, this one could have been like a movie. Like, oh, this easily. One was, I mean. Well, that I fight scene was so good. It was really nice. And then the scene where I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but the scene where uh, Riva was coming in, closing in on on Luke, because uh, that, that's as Darth Vader and Obi Wan are fighting. 
Reva has arrived at uh, the Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, she and... gets, in the end of episode five, she gets that, uh, unfortunately, Kamal Manjani's character dropped yeah. the... Uh, the holocron whatever that, or whatever. Yeah, and she sees the message of uh, Jimmy Smith's. Who, I'm sorry, Jimmy Smith looks... I don't know, they're, they're trying to make him look younger with makeup. He looks old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he does. Looks, I don't know, I don't know how old he is, but he... I don't know if they're just like trying to like they put too much makeup on him or something to make him like smooth them out. <laughs> well, as he's as as Darth he's Vader, not that old. he's sixty six. Yeah, as they're fighting, Reva is uh, trying to abduct or kill Luke, uh, and then she, she ultimately can't do it. She has a crisis of conscience, and she she. Well, knows. I mean, she, and it's crazy too because you see like this happening while he's fighting Darth Vader, right? Yep. And you're, you're like, okay, is he going to get there in time to save Luke? And by the time he does show up, um, you see her carrying, because she knocks over Luke. She's, he's running yeah. away. And they did a good job of like hiding the fact that Luke doesn't see the lightsaber go off. Because they point out like in an episode in Star Wars when Obi-Wan shows him a lightsaber. That's the first time Luke ever sees a yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. So they did um, a good job of like, he's running away. He doesn't know. The parent, his uh, aunt and uncle tell him basically that you're being, we have Tuscan Raiders or something. Yeah, Tuscan Raider attack. Well, he doesn't tell him he's a Jedi. So they did a good job of kind of hiding that. But there's, it, it's a real nice shot because like you, you know Luke lives. I mean, so like, well, in no, a way, of course. yeah. Because no, like, no. but it's done well enough that you still have, like, they do a good job in adding drama to it and doing yeah. good that. You're like, could he get killed? Well, and that's that, the most. That's the you know they always say that like with like the prequel, like prequels don't work because you already know the outcome. But if it's done well, and there's enough like it's done well, the whole idea is to convince you emotionally or whatever that it may be this character yeah. is in peril. And sometimes that's the fun of it is like sometimes there is like dramatic irony is is fun and it's it's like engaging like when you know the monster's hiding in the closet and the girl enters the room, the suspense isn't whether or not the monster's in the closet. You know the monster's in the closet. The suspense is what's happening as, as the result of you knowing that and the character's not. Then um, the character's reaction, how they sell it. Yeah. And I thought this was kind of cool because, like, you know Luke's going to live, so the real suspense is, like, well, what is Reva going to do? Is she going to get stopped? Is she gonna change her mind? Is she gonna redeem herself? You know, well, it's like, she she saw her. She sees Luke against the rock. You know, yep. she knocks him out. out uh, he falls and kind of gets unconscious or whatever. Yep. And she sees herself. Yeah, and, and that's such a great sequence. And it's interesting too, because like Vader already like stabbed her in the in the fifth episode, and she's kind of like, I don't think she's ever gonna be welcomed back. No, I can't too. imagine. And it'd be like, you know, I was like, I watching like Screen Crush thing. They brought up good points. Said like, I they don't think that like she uh, knew that Luke, who Luke was. She right. thought like that maybe this was just like this was a youngling that was under like Obi Wan's watch or something. Yeah. And she just wanted to like, I mean, I don't know. It was interesting. It was well done. I also like seeing like Uncle uh, Owen and Baru yeah. being badass. Baru being really yeah. badass. And it's kind of funny, though, because it's like, you know, they get their asses 
taken out by stormtroopers but hey who knows maybe they put up a fight you know yeah when they, when they got taken down by an army of stormtroopers in the new hope but and they could have gotten caught off guard i mean they might not have known the stormtroopers they even did a really good job of like i guess some uh in the screenshot they pointed out owen falls and hurts his leg yeah oh, yeah yeah and in new hope the character walks with a limp right that's funny yeah so it's like they do a good job of like that's what i liked about this show because it's like the stuff with okay so the anakin obi-wan fight which we should talk about that being like the best part like yeah they well one it starts with now obi-wan's back to being jedi he's like in full power again yep and of course dark vader's really powerful right but like there's a couple of fun things that they do Kind of like showing you in the fifth episode too of like Obi-Wan playing into Anakin's like uh impulse bad yeah. impulses. Like kind of like even you see that in Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan uh Obi-Wan says like we'll go and attack Dooku together and Anakin like just goes right in first. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Screwing up their if they like work together, maybe they could have taken Dooku down. Right, but he's yeah, but yeah, like Anakin got knocked out real quick, and then Obi Wan fought him, and then Anakin came in, put up a good fight for a second, but then Duke would just cut off his arm, and it showed that like Anakin paid for that, like by being impulsive, yeah. And you see that in this series, well, you see the flashback in the last episode with their fight, and like talking about how you you're you're just always looking for the victory. And uh, Obi Wan's able to kind of overcome Anakin. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that scene is supposed to take place before the beginning of Attack on the Clones. Okay, that that would make sense. And that's probably why, like, Anakin's like and more annoyed that he's just his Padawan still. Right. But it's like, like this match was supposed to be like lead to maybe Anakin becoming a Jedi or leading to him becoming a, a Jedi master versus just being a Padawan. And because right. his, he still had a lot to learn. And yeah, and Obi-Wan said that, like you look for victory and he's able to use that on Vader in the last episode too, when like with the ship and everything. Mm-hmm. And then again, he kind of does it again to Vader where like, I love the Grand Inquisitor in the scene when they're hunting down the ship and he's like, prepare my ship. I'm going to go down. Right, right. And he's like, are you sure about yeah. what he's saying? It's like really funny. He's yeah, like, he's we like, can, we can literally take the them rebellion, out. Yeah. We can <laughs> literally end the rebellion right here. Yeah, like this is like the beginning of the rebellion. The ship we could literally yeah. blow them up, and the rebellion's done, and Obi Wan's done, and the Vader's like, no, oh, I have a personal vendetta, <laughs> and he's just like, oh god, it's like it's like uh middle management hell that, yeah. <laughs> that inquisitor guys and he's just like boss is an idiot and he's just like Ugh. yeah it totally is it's like the 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 like the the corporate owner's kid takes over the company and like the experienced middle managers have to like deal with whatever the kids have. yeah like we can literally you know it's like it makes me think of the scott evil scene again in austin yeah. powers when uh, <laughs> Dr. Evil comes up with like the stupid ideas and Scott's like, I got a gun. We can yeah. literally just shoot him right now. <laughs> Scott, you don't understand. Yeah. It was like, I love the Grand Inquisitor in that scene. It's like really funny. He's just yeah. like, I should be running this shit. 
Well, at the very... I, I, I could do Jedi shit. <laughs> I the, still think the Inquisitor thing is interesting, but I have an issue with like there being so many Jedi characters yeah. in between the, the whole... like. It, the, the notion of Jedi really did get diluted because... Well, by the time you get to New Hope, those Inquisitors are gone. They get wiped yeah. out. Well, and those years when during the original three movies, the idea of a Jedi was almost in my head, at least. And and maybe this was just my impression. It was almost like a Superman type of character where you're like, oh, all you would need is like a handful of Jedi. And that would be like a, a fighting force, the likes of which the universe hasn't seen. But then you get into the prequels and you're like, oh, there's like literally thousands of Jedi and there's like a weird between those two extremes is where it gets kind of weird for me you know like i don't love that there is definitely more uh in the original series they're definitely more like wow what is this and it's yeah like unusual more unique but by the time you get to that point they did some like creative things like with ahsoka where if you watched like the rebel series when she confronts anakin uh, she confronts, she has a fight with Vader and yeah. it's supposed to take place like this is after his fight with Darth, with Obi-Wan, it's like five years later. Something happens to her and this is like weird and I'm wondering if they're going to gloss over this in the Ahsoka series that's yeah. coming out or if they're going to fully embrace it. She gets like in this weird like dimension huh. so she's kind of put in this weird dimension where which she ends up jumping a couple of years it's weird like she doesn't yeah. i don't know how to explain it she like it was like a way to write her out so ahsoka's not in the picture during the original trilogy oh i follow you yeah. she doesn't show up till after return of the jedi right somehow she like comes back so she was like gone for like a decade or something and that which also could explain why like She's not that she should be like a little older than right. she is. Again, I, we don't know how long the, yeah. those uh tail twi- twi- yeah. Twilight. Twilight. Is she a Twilight? Yeah, she's a Twilight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They have like different versions. Uh right. You know, and we don't know how long they but like Rosara Dawson's like maybe in her early 40s, I think. Right. She's around my age, I think, or younger. That sounds right. She was in that awful kids movie. Uh and she was like a teenager when she was in it. Remember kids? Oh yeah, yeah. Gosh, that was yeah. a horrible movie. Uh, I remember seeing that in theater and just being like, "I don't like this," <laughs> except for the guy, the homeless man on the park going, oh, "Yeah, no legs." God, I, I, yeah, I lived out in Oregon when I saw that, and that was like big, big news. I did not like time. that movie. I was how old was that when it came out? When did it come out? I felt weird. I felt weird watching it. Like yeah. I didn't like watching it. I think it came out like in the late nineties or something. Or... Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we're not talking about that. No. <laughs> um. So. The, yeah, I know what you mean. And like, they, they obviously they want to introduce Jedi as a cool character. So of course they're going to want to put more in. Like Rogue One did a good job of like, there's no Jedi. Like you yeah. have like the blind uh, guy with the bow who's yep. worships the Jedi, but there's no Jedi around. And like the only Jedi or Darth is uh, Darth Vader. Right. And uh, so there's like, I guess during this time period, there's like 
force sensitive kids that like they're trying to save. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. The way it's a huge galaxy. There's got to be kids or people that have ability. You know, you can only wipe them out as much. But I guess that was the point of the Inquisitors was that they would literally, after the big hunt in the beginning, they would spend those years trying to find anyone. Right, anyone even remotely Force-sensitive. Like the guy who gets killed in the beginning that, like, with Obi-Wan to get back into the game or whatever. Um, The fight, though, between Vader and... uh, it was so good. Yeah, it was so it, much. They it, did a real it, nice job. It was that. better than the episode three fight. I thought honestly, I can't, I can't remember a fight I liked better from anything in in the Star Wars stuff. You know, I mean, it was just really, really good. When he, when he like, okay, so like Darth Vader like buries him. Yeah. In the in the rocks, he just like, <laughs> like it was pretty cool. It was like, okay, obviously we know Obi Wan's not dead, but right, like, he was like literally holding it. Like he didn't get crushed at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he just comes out and just goes into the god mode and just like pelts the shit oh, out yeah. of Vader with rocks too. He's like, I could do that as well. And he, yeah, like I said, he goes right for Vader. He knew how to deal with Vader. He knew how to deal with Anakin. Yep. If there was anybody out there that knew him better, that could play with his like, uh, what do you call Get it? Get in his head. Yeah. Yeah, it's Obi Wan. It's his. You know, because even when he buries him, Vader's like, uh, you know, he calls him master. He says yeah. that, um, which is interesting that he would say that. But he says it kind of sarcastically. But yeah, he's master. He's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the- but yeah, and Obi-Wan goes right for the chess piece. And like I said, it just, you know, it'd be kind of funny if like, <laughs> I, would do, I wish that we would edit like Empire when Luke leaves <laughs> confront vader and yoda's like no you can't leave yet dude you didn't train enough he's like my friends i gotta help and obi-wan's like oh listen to obi-wan now dude. listen to me look no, listen to the old man the old ghost and uh, yeah. everyone's that's right stay <laughs> and then luke leaves and like oh yeah you aim, oh, aim for the mind. chest plate <laughs> and, aim for the chest plate he'll yeah he'll, that's <laughs> He's literally crippled if you just fucking shoot him in the chest plate like two times. He's done. Yeah, he's awesome. gonna hit the hit the white button on the chest plate. It's like a it's like a video game. Like you're going like a yeah, yeah. video game. You're going against the boss and you got to there's the literal blinking button. It's yep. like shoot me here. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> do things, but then I'm gonna move my arms for a second. So you right. shoot me here. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, but dude, it was sick. And then he fucking whacks Vader in the head. Yeah. Cracks open the helmet and like that was sick. And then that was a great scene. Anakin under it. And it's kind of cool there talking. And it, I think this is good closure for Obi-Wan. It almost takes so it's almost like it's almost like Vader's doing him a favor and saying, like, to Obi-Wan, like, you didn't kill me. I yeah. like you're not you don't have to worry about me, basically. Like, that's kind of like, it was actually kind of interesting. He like, it was like Vader was saying, even though he's trying to like, make it look like I'm not mad here, even though he yeah, yeah. can't breathe and crack my fucking helmet open. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like, basically like kind of releasing Obi-Wan of it, guilt. Yeah. By saying it, like, this is all my doing. Vader, and go ahead, what? It was weird. Like, I couldn't, I mean, obviously like, you could look at it like, Hey, don't don't be so hard on yourself. I did. I'm. I did this. And also, it's like kind of a, a 
like Anakin had so much of his life with things happening to him that it was almost like a fuck you to the world that he's like, no, I, I chose this. This is like the first thing in my life I did choose. Um, yeah. You know, that, that was kind of, I couldn't tell whether Anakin meant it in a conciliatory way or in a vengeful way. Um, it could be looked at, but from Obi-Wan's perspective, it's kind of like basically like, yeah, this yeah. isn't really your fault. And it really wasn't as, it's kind of funny. It really wasn't his fault to begin with. He, he like it, because in that third episode when he confronts him and Vader's like, I'm what you made me or whatever, right. he says that to him. And then later on, it's like, it's like, did he though? I mean, this was really the emperor that did all this to you. Yeah. Like, you are this because of your bad choices and the emperor yeah and honestly like the the problems with um with anakin i think were more qui-gon's fault than than obi-wan's fault like really well like qui-gon is the one who like rushed the training and qui-gon's the one that like took him away from his mom without really i mean like qui-gon's the one who kind of screwed a lot of things up Obi-Wan just sort of dealt with the shit that Qui-Gon... And then Qui-Gon gets killed by Maul. Yeah. And leaving at Obi-Wan with this, like, hey... Right. You know what I mean? I adopted last two days ago. <laughs> yeah, and, like... He's yours now, buddy. Obi-Wan did it out of, like, a sense of obligation to Qui-Gon, but, like, I don't think Obi-Wan would have chosen to, you know, take on... didn't want him there. It was yeah. right from the beginning. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, so like, I mean, like, stupid. go get the fucking part from that little flying bug and let's get the fuck out of here. I think Obi Wan is probably more. I mean, I'm sure he feels terrible about Anakin and everything, but Obi Wan probably feels really terrible that he let Qui Gon down, you know? Um, also, he cared about Padme. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. So it was that. And I think he cared about it. He did care oh, about sure. Anakin. Yeah, I don't he think did. he didn't. I just don't think that. Obi-Wan's like the primary person at fault here. I think no, but yeah. you know, if you're like living in isolation for years and you're like guilty True. of it, you feel you start feeling guilty, you know. So, like I said, this is like a good moment where like you know, Obi-Wan's back in his full form, he confronts Vader, uh, and it makes more sense now when he's explaining to Luke now. It it, it goes from like him, like, was he just being like he's more mad than the machine, right? Or, and uh, it was Vader. I mean, like yeah he kind of left out the part that vader was his dad but yeah. <laughs> he was serious and real when he said vader killed anakin oh yeah it came literally out of vader's mouth oh that's right yeah i didn't even piece yeah, that together but that you're in, right at the, in the new hope he says yeah tells luke like your father was killed by vader uh, right and he's more man than machine he says that to him in uh return of the jedi i think when yeah um when he's on dagobah and he's talking the ghost of obi-wan and tells him about when obi-wan's like fine now that we're in the third right. movie and we're making this shit up as we go i'll explain to you all this backstory but i think like this series does a good job of like explaining things like, it it does, yeah. it, 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 like the prequels for everything that i tried to explain in the original trilogy and ended up like fucking up a lot of things and having weird inconsistent things and i feel like this this series did a good job of like Kind of just like smoothing it all out. I think so. Really good in between. Um, Kind of like they do a good job of like opening the door. Like, yeah, maybe they might do another series with Obi Wan. I would see another Obi Wan. I would, um, but I'm sorry, but if they do another series with him, Vader can't be in it. Yeah, I would. 
Go ahead. What? That would be what I my preference is that like it doesn't have anything to do with the the other characters in Star Wars. Like Obi Wan goes back on the road. And... I mean, it would be kind. Of, you could have like another scene with Leia, maybe. Uh, no. That would be fine, Jimmy but I admits uh, Organa. You could have that. That would make um, sense. Um, if you notice too, in the end of the series, you know, like in the beginning of the series, he's living in that cave and he's kind of yep. like not too far away from Luke and he's spying on them kind of. Yeah, yeah. And Owen's annoyed by it. And you notice in this, in the end, he he leaves his yeah. cave and uh, he's basically moving now to his home will be where he just because you see him walking through those caverns or whatever that's where right. he saves luke in the beginning of uh in new hope, new hope yeah he, he like saves him from the tuscan raiders uh so he's kind of living there now so he's like he's keeping an eye but he's not he's like obi-wan i mean owen and emperor are doing a good job of like keeping protected and yeah need him. um i like that owen's like want to meet the kid yeah and he's like, hello there. And I, that I was a great scene. That, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing that, like, oh, he's meeting Luke. Because, like, in New Hope, I always felt like they kind of made it that Luke knew who this guy was. Oh, yeah. That's, that he's run into this guy. Like, he says, like, that's crazy bad or something. Like, he he does know him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, weirdo that gave me that toy. He doesn't, I don't think he attaches any significance to Ben, but like he knows of Ben. Yeah. And that might have been the only time he met him. Yeah. And I feel like, okay, if you do another series, you can't have Vader in it. I, I think if he's in it, it takes away from, too right. much from the confrontation in this one. And when he sees him again on the Death Star. Now, it could be kind of funny if like he just has, every once in a while, he has a fight with <laughs> Vader and he just punks him and beats the shit out of him. And then I don't know. I mean, part of me is like, okay, obviously he can't kill Vader. And we right. talked about me talked about this before the podcast started. We said like, my as great as that scene was, but like he leaves him and he's like goodbye, Darth. Instead of yeah. says, goodbye, Darth. Like yeah, you're just a fucking other Darth. Because there were right. other Darth Maul, Darth Darth uh, Plagueis the Wise, yeah. uh, Darth Sidious. So you're just another fucking Darth. You don't mean anything to me. Um, but like, yeah, why didn't he fucking just kill him? Like, yeah. end it. And, and it, uh, it would have been so easy. Take to Anakin out of his, take Anakin out of his misery, and just, just end it. Um, and it would have been easy to do because all the pieces were there. They could have said like, oh, the Imperial, the Star Destroyer sent down a landing party to see what was yeah, going on. Yeah, everyone had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And that's how Anakin. That's how like Obi Wan's like maybe about to like finish, and then all of a sudden a blaster comes down. Yeah, and he has to get the fuck would have made out perfect of sense. I think it wouldn't have been this as dramatic if they did that. No, you know what I mean, like, because it is very emotional scene, and when yeah. he leaves him there, it's kind of like also plays back to how he kind of leaves him in um, in the end of episode three. Yeah, it does. But the difference between the two is in the end of episode three, he's like broken and feels sad. You know, yeah, when he leaves Anakin there, it, then, it's a great yeah. But in this, he's more like, it's almost like when Vader takes full credit for like killing Anakin and like not, and being just straight up evil. Like, you're not saving me here. I am right. Vader. Like, this is it. It, 
Obi-Wan like leaves now with like a clear conscience or something, even though again, he could have just killed him. But regardless, it it's done very well. Uh, someone brought up a good point. I think it was on Screen Crush too. And I've seen other people bring this up. So one, besides the fact that he cracks the side of his mm-hmm. helmet, leaving the scar that you see in Return of the Jedi on his head. Um, in the Rebel series, when Ahsoka fights Vader, she cracks the other side. Hmm. A little bit, and you see okay. Anakin under it, and that's a really great scene. You gotta, you ever seen that? You gotta see that. I, I could have sworn I saw that, but I don't remember the dimensional thing, so I, I need to go back. Well, and... the dimensional thing that was explained like later. Something happens oh, okay. to her, and you're like, did Vader kill her? And you find out no. Because I did if, watch if a lot of these. Se- if you watch the series finale, you find out like the main character that show pulled her into some dimension thing. Yeah, I don't recall that at all, but I do yeah. I do remember watching a bunch of episodes after they moved to uh, streaming. And um, So you I saw could... the fight between Ahsoka yes. and Vader? Okay. Yeah. So, some rubbing said that, like, she cracked one side, Obi-Wan opened one side, but it was Luke that got was able to take the helmet off him, basically, oh, yeah, yeah. bringing him back. Right. So, they both, like, kind of cracked it a bit seeing anakin under there right and like but he's still vader you know what i mean but like yeah. he's not coming back i think the other cool thing too is if you notice his face when he's talking uh and they show him kind of smiling he almost looks like the emperor under yeah yeah the helmet. he does i like how his voice shifts back and forth between anakin and that Darth was vader too yeah that was I really, really cool. like that i think that's like really cool because it's like um yeah, and like I said, what's his face? So good in the show. Yeah. I mean, you McGregor, like, you know, it it he he was the best part to those fucking prequel movies. Yeah. And he he was able to like work with that dialogue. It's kind of funny. So it's okay. So when like the rocks are on him, yeah. he's trying to like free himself. He's thinking all these bad things first. Right. And he starts thinking good things. And that's when the force is full power. Yeah, yeah. Rocks off him. And I want to do like an edit where the, when he starts thinking of things yeah. and like his uh, buddy that owned the diner scratching yeah. his ass, like <laughs> put that in there, put like uh, the, uh, that thing he rides around farting yeah. on yeah. like, <laughs> like the Watto, even though I don't think he ever met him. Yeah. Uh, just mix those in there real quick with That'd the other funny. moments. <laughs> the guy kicking his ass. <laughs> Yeah. So well, you're I right. This, you everything else? What? No, it nothing. Uh, nothing much. I mean, it, it was a great, uh, a great look at a great character. I guess I like the Qui Gon thing in the end. Yeah, he shows up and I, he's like, "I was here the whole time." Yeah, I like that, and I could see like if they were going to do another Obi Wan, I could see, you know, Qui Gon telling him you know you need you need to do this one thing to kind of like attain enlightenment or whatever and then him going on a, a different journey that's um, what i said if they do i, I don't mind i would love i don't mind seeing another series but yeah. it's, i feel like you could do something with mandalore because yep. he there's like in the uh clone war series he has like this woman that he like meets and like full, almost falls in love with and said like he would have left the jedi order for her yeah um and like there's Assassin's Adventures, all these other characters they can work with. Uh, maybe he's involved with the early part of the rebellion, but it, like, oh, yeah. again, just no Vader. Like, right. Just yeah, shift be, gears. What? Shift gears from that. 
yeah, like I think it would take away from it. But at the same time, also, maybe this is it and we don't need more. Like, I feel like this ends in such a good way. I mean. Oh, yeah. I don't think you need any more. I, I just really like Ian McGregor and I like this character. So I wouldn't mind seeing any more. But the character of Obi-Wan now, I think, has had a complete story from beginning to end. Like I said, you know, you got to like just with a grain of salt, like, yeah, why didn't Obi-Wan just fucking kill Vader? Yeah. Because yeah. he could have, he could have totally could've. taken him out right there. Could have ended it. Vader, yeah. Vader was incapacitated. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah, no, he would have, because if no, Vader wanted to, he would have killed Obi. If yeah. he had the power to do it, easily. As Obi-Wan was walking away from him, he could have killed him. Yeah. I like the uh oh and wrap this up in a sec. Uh I do what do you think of the scene when he's like they show him back in his uh office in the in the uh his lava castle? Yeah, yeah. And he's back in his office, I love that. And he's sitting there and uh the Emperor sh- comes up. Yeah. Kind of like uh, that scene was like a little like mm, I didn't want to I, I was like, we really, really need to see the Emperor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary. I mean, I I, I like think... the music though in the end when they have the Imperial March yeah. or whatever. That and was they nice. Just, they kind of zoom out with him on the top and like the his like throne or whatever. Yeah, and I thought that was like the way it pans back with the. So he's full Vader. He's not like going. He's back full Vader, point. and if you take him in his word, he's done with Obi Wan. And I mean, like it it resolves Vader's story, I suppose. Well, it's like necessary, clear... but. Clearly, like it's like the same thing as like in a new hope when like he goes, I sense something, something I haven't sensed since, or whatever. And it's right, like right. Yeah. so yeah, it would be good that he does never sees Obi-Wan again until that moment. Yeah. This is like the sixth time we ran into <laughs> right. each other in Obi-Wan season five. Yeah. No, we this fought is good. on a water planet. <laughs> and then we fought on a planet made of jello. Right. Um like the Obi Wan, I mean, I guess the Emperor thing kind of playing with them too. Again, like, oh, you're, uh, you seem conflicted, or like worried or something. Yeah. Like, Obi Wan doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a mean old Darth Vader. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was fine. I mean, I don't think you needed that scene, but it was fine. Oh. Yeah, it was well done. I would say this is better than the prequels. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Well, you know what else was a lot of fun, although um, I have significantly less to say about it, I suppose, was Miss Marvel. I watched that yeah. immediately after watching Obi-Wan. And you're right, Obi-Wan was kind of a big emotional thing. And I, was I, only a third, that was the big series finale. Yeah. As far, or season finale, depending on what they plan on doing. Yeah. I should have watched Miss Marvel first. Um, Miss Marvel was real fun. That um, actress who plays uh, Miss Marvel is really great and really kind of like expressive the supporting cast was really great and interesting yeah i like her family a lot Mm -hmm. dad's funny the mom's great the brother's funny like i like that one scene when they're so a big part of the episode is his wedding and um the the brother and he's like sitting here and he's like complaining he's like what's the matter his dad comes in he's like what's the matter and tells him like i only have like you know, he's thinking about what he has in his account, kind of like, you know, I'm getting married and it's like, I can't yeah. really support a fa- start a family. And he's, and he's like, oh, he's like, I have 740 bucks in my bank account. And I love that dad just says, wow, I'm actually shocked you even have 
that much yeah actually (laughs) it's really funny yeah (laughs) i guess the brother's supposed to be like a sneakerhead or something yeah i think so yeah like one of those people that'll drop like 300 dollars on like a new shoe right on the sneaker app and stuff wait online fucking outside of like a nike store for like (laughs) a day because they even make a joke saying like when all the family's there they say something about his sneakers or his shoes or whatever and he gets like very defensive about it (laughs) yeah it was fun It it was a lot I liked it a lot better than the first two episodes because all of a sudden you started to get an idea of the stakes and the universe here. Yeah, she gets introduced to these characters in the beginning. And again, they're trying to avoid the Inhumans and they bring in these other characters that I've heard of from Marvel. I never really read these comics. They're called the Clandestines. Yeah. She says we're the Clandestines, but you might be known as Jin. And her face kind of like what? And I guess... A djinn is like a genie, right? Yeah. Like, like evil, right? Aren't djinn supposed to be like evil? Yes. It's like D-J-I-N-N. Djinn or something? Yeah. And they, I always kind of, they're Middle Eastern uh, folk tale legends, monsters, you know, like a, a boogeyman of that type. And they do things like they can grant wishes, but they're more like tricksters, you know, and they, they can be terrible. I, I, I want all the chocolate in the world. Yes. And they like do something to you and you're like... <laughs> All yeah. of a sudden, your your body's covered like made of chocolate. Right. <laughs> like, you're, you're like uh, literally like underneath all the chocolate. Or like, make, yeah. Make sure you use your words wisely. Yeah. So she and this like affects her greatly, and almost to the point where I'm like, did they mention this earlier? I don't remember them mentioning it earlier. But like the audience, it seemed like the audience was supposed to be like, oh, Jin, you know, like I know just what that is. Because they didn't do a great job of explaining it like in the moment. Um, but then you start to see her use her powers like with a lot more confidence and, and more like uh, offensively rather than just defensively. So there's a lot to like in this episode. Um, it just ends with kind of like a little bit of ambiguity. Like, where is it going to go next? Well, the grandmother's like get down here to uh, what country? Uh, Karachi. I, I I don't remember where Karachi. Karachi, is... but you gotta be careful how you pronounce it because it just sounds like you're saying Karachi. Oh yeah, I think it's Karachi. It's a it's a a big city in Pakistan. Um, That's right. Yeah. So she is, and then they do talk about like in this episode, they talk about the partition when India and Pakistan were kind of separated. But like so, these characters are so there's a, it begins with a flashback in the full, early forties or whatever. Yeah, and it's. I guess her great grandmother, and that woman that we see in the end of the second episode, yep. and uh, some other people, and they're talking, and they find this like blue arm under like the rocks or whatever. Rubble, yeah. Those are that's a Cree. It has to be right. Yeah, because again, her they're tying in her powers with Captain Marvel because Cree right. are heavily involved with Captain Marvel, so the Cree are going to play into. This character, and again, and I talked about this in the previous episode. If they if they mention the Inhumans or not, the Inhumans are are tied to the Kree as well. They're like uh, the Inhumans are basically like an accident created by the Kree. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They're like almost like a science experiment or something went wrong. (laughs) I forgot, but because it's like happened so long ago, and it almost becomes like this almost mystical thing instead. So you know what I mean? Instead of like 
And there's like this thing called the Terrigen Mist. And I, I think they're avoiding that and they're focusing on something else. Now, I don't know how they're going to play with the whole clandestine, but they're saying that like they're not from this dimension. They're from another dimension. Yeah. And yeah. They need her. They want, they need her for. To return uh, to their dimension. Right. But like, what's the, isn't there like a price she's got to pay to do that or something? Like, well, they, I think they explained it when her friend Bruno is like, look, there's a way you can do this theoretically, but it requires like the power of a sun and things could go terrible. And I don't think they, ex- they said it explicitly, but my impression was that she is supposed to be that energy source. Like, so she if, could probably get killed. Right. That, that they, if you generate enough power via your bracelet or yourself, that you could maybe open the door and get them back to where they want to go. But the world may be destroyed in the process. You may blow up in the process. That's kind of where I thought it was going. I kind of like the whole, like, making fun of Twilight a little bit. Someone she's talking to them in the beginning. They're all talking about how they're, like, over, like, 100 years old. Right. And then they made sure to point out the guy, though. Yeah, he's only 17. No, he's like, no, I'm 17. Like, not like I'm 100 and I look 17. He's like, oh, what a relief. Like, it's actually really funny because it's like Kristen Stewart's character in Twilight, uh, Robert Patterson's character. Yeah, I guess he looks like a young man. But he's like 150. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, ew. That's why, like, I remember watching the first movie and I was like, man, it's not very good. Yeah. I'll check out the second one. Like, it was like, it's like, I don't like it. And I remember putting on the second one and like it began and they were like all in high school. Yeah. Like, why is this is so dumb? I had to like, why is he in high school? Was he, yeah. Was he that young? Like I remember like the leader of the group was like, we have to put on like a facade. So yeah. Like, but like, like does that mean he has to go to high school forever? Like, see, but, like <laughs> why does he have to go to high school? Like he could totally pass for like, a college, uh, like a postgraduate. Or you just say, like, "Hey, we're All homeschooling. Them good. The girls we're homeschooling. Like, we're homeschooling." Yeah, that too. Like, I couldn't handle it. I was like, "I'm not watching this." I never watched one after that. I was like, "This is yeah. stupid." He's like passing notes to her. Right. <laughs> You're like 100 fucking years old. This is gross. This is uh, the I think it's kind of funny. 90th year he's taken algebra three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super, super, super senior. Um. <laughs> I like that they kind of, I felt like that was almost like a dig on Twilight right there. Yeah, I think like, you're right. Yeah, she was like, oh, thank God. Like, that's disgusting. Like, if you were like 100. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was good. I, I, it, is it weird to me that, like, when I was watching the wedding scene, they showed the dancing? Yeah. That the thing that came to my mind was the mamushka from the Adams Family movie. Oh, it's, yeah. Bad? It I it got like when the whole uh, family's dancing and they're like yeah. Oh my God. I, you know I chalked that up to like this I, the one thing I do like about the show even though I don't always love how it works is that they are it's pretty interesting visually like you had said previously there's like you know graphics and little animations here and there I like how her powers are like when she punches the guy and her fist grows it's starting to resemble more like the way she is in the comic yeah. There's like some real cool things like that. And the the dancing scene almost got like a little Bollywood for me briefly. Yeah. And I was like, this is fun. A little corny, you know, this is... but it was fun. Yeah. That's why I said it made me think of like Yeah, the Adam the family scene. <laughs> yeah. I it guess it's like a little too much, but it was cool. But but I do like that about that, even though I don't like I said, I don't think it always works, but I like that they try it. 
and um and again fun. like this show looks good like it does it's not a cheap looking show at all the production is like that's a big production i mean that's a that's a ton of extras right there that oh yeah scene, that's like fucking movie budget right there yeah they're not they're not like trying to shoot like a dance and there's like 15 extras that's right i said like it looks like the marvel budget is bigger than the star wars budget mm, i, I can like, see I, that yeah I feel like the MCU budget is probably bigger than than Star Wars is, and I, I bet people don't want to admit that. But I'll bet, bet you're right, though. Yeah, because okay, so there's a you know the big party, and then those guys, the clandestine people, show up, and they're starting yep. shit. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think like what else, what happened. Oh, I guess they finally like she explains to her friend. And her friend's all pissed off. Uh, yeah, of course. But I'm sure she'll get over it. Yeah. I don't know. It was um, good. There, uh, not a ton happened. Um, she was kind of rescued by that government agency at the end. You're talking um, about uh, what they call again? Damage uh, Control. Yeah. Yeah. Damage Control. It's kind of cool that Damage Control is in this. Damage Control was a comic that came out in the 80s. And it's always been this like group. They're basically like, yeah, they show up after like a big They're like disaster. a Men in Black. But yeah, they're there to like, so like in the remember in the beginning, Amazing uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, yeah. mm -hmm. take the beginning scene takes place right after the attack on uh, New, New York, York City. Yep, in the first Avengers movie, and they they go after like what's his face, Michael Keaton. They're like, now we're taking over, <laughs> you know. And he's like, I had all these trucks. They're like, yeah, so it doesn't matter. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I do like the whole how they play on the whole um kind of like what muslim groups have to go through when it comes to like yeah so when the woman from damage control shows up and like talking to them mm. and like he's he's trying to get out of it and the woman the girl comes in and just like full out like oh we're supposed to like muslim people are supposed to rat out their own or something like we're supposed to be to we're always have to be the ones that prove we're not terrible right. or something like White domestic terrorists, a white domestic terrorist attack can happen, and me and you won't have to explain. We won't have to explain ourselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. It, like yeah. We get, to, we get to just go on about our day, but if like there's an, any kind of incident that involves a brown person or any kind of minority, yeah, everyone has to. Defend. They have to it, yeah. police their own. They have to. So I like that they kind of touched on that. In a way, like some real world, mm. like I, I don't think I think the show is doing a really good job of like being respectful and like seems it and like showing like I mean again I'm speaking of this from a total outsider I don't know right. this culture I can't I but I feel like they're doing a good job I th I yeah I think so I mean again I'm an outsider I don't know much about it um I know that they are. I, I like that they are um, are both being like obviously respectful of this different culture or religion, but they're also kind of like holding it up to the light a little bit by saying like, hey, you know, they, they, there's some. It's not all roses for women, you know. In this, you know. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah. Like I, I think that the back of the uh, yeah, like, like yeah, they have to sit in a separate location and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's it's real surprising that a young woman would run for council and stuff. So I kind of really appreciated that because I like I, to I'm, yeah go ahead what I'm just off like I I want to, 
it, it feels kind of contradictory. Like I want society and culture to be like embracing all these different cultures and which includes religions and everything. But often like other religions are just as like crazy as homegrown Western Christian religions, you know? I think everyone should be, I don't know. It's, 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 I like well, the even handed look. I like when they talk to the girl, uh, her friend in the second episode, and she's talking about like how, like, she could, you know, why she wears the sari and everything. Yeah, and yeah. It's like in Muslim, she's almost like, not that she's shunned, but like, she's very light skinned. Right. And she's like, well, I'm not like white enough. Like, I could pass, wink, wink. Right. Like, it's like a bad, but she does say that. Like, yeah. But I, you know, but it, she's like in this, like, I don't know how to explain it. Watch the episode. She does yeah, a yeah. good job of explaining her situation and like why she chooses to wear the sari because uh, Kamala doesn't. Right. And, um, and but is she like, well, she shows up, she's religious, but I don't feel like she's that religious. I think like, she's like culturally religious, like, like how a lot of people in the United States, they'll go to church on Christmas and Easter and they'll identify she's as Christian. doing it. Because of her family and mother. Yeah, but it's not, like, particularly meaningful. You get the impression that, like, when she gets older, she might drift away from the faith, you know, or I don't know. Oh, whatever. It's yeah. a, I think it's a really good show. Again, it's entertaining. I like yep. all the characters. All the side characters are great. Um, it's kind of slow. You said there's only six episodes? Yeah, that's what, well, that's what Wikipedia said. So, yeah. Man, I feel like a lot's going to have to happen in the next episode. Well. Like we've said, like, the last couple shows we've watched, it seems like episodes five and six are the real. There is a pattern on these, like yeah, and it's funny. Like even with Obi Wan, it's like they the joke is like the characters don't become the character till the end. It's like Obi Wan goes through this transition throughout all six episodes. Yeah. Then in the end, he's back to full power. But the series is over, you know. It's like WandaVision, you know. Yep. She's. In the end of the, movie, the show, she's now finally in her like Scarlet Witch outfit and she's like yeah. fully evolved. It's like, well, so, you know, people were complaining about this show, like the fans were complaining because they didn't like the power change or something. Well, yeah. from what it looks like, because it keeps showing, especially in the artwork and they show stuff straight from the comics, they show her power where that's her body is doing those contours. Right. Not the but amulet they, or the bracelet. Well, they said that like they kind of established in the last episode that the amulet she wears, she's not getting her power from that. That power like woke her up or something. Right. Like they basically used that as the stand-in for the Terrigen mist that mm-hmm. turns her into an inhuman. But she's not again, we don't know if she's an inhuman. I don't right. Know they're calling her. Um, so they're kind of using the amulet as the thing that triggers the powers within her. So yeah, in the end, she might just do that gross thing where her hands get really big. <laughs> like she's like a weird, fantastic character kind of. Yeah. Um, I have one other thing to say about the show. Yeah. I saw a lot of people like pointing out, like, "Oh, the this show is not getting the ratings that the other shows got." And right, like, I've I've seen that. I'm like, okay, a couple of things. One. All right, so a lot, yeah, Moon Knight, like, I know what Moon Knight is, kind of a big comic dork, uh, but, like, I feel like if Moon Knight did better, it's possible Moon Knight did better because Oscar Isaac is a much, yeah, is it, like, there's no, there's no real, I'm trying to think, is like, is there any stars at all 
in this Miss Marvel. I mean, there's some people I've seen in other shows, like the woman who's uh, playing like the lead villain. Yeah, but I'd say no stars. But I've seen her other stuff, but she's not a star. No. You know, like I think some of them are stars, like actually in Bollywood or something. Sure. Like that. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. But uh, but I like the whole. Oh, so what's the deal with like the? I like the whole thing with the aunties. Like they're not actually ants or something. Like that's not her actual. Like not by blood. Right. Something to do with their culture or whatever. I yeah, I got the impression. Like I I know um, sometimes in like in like geez. The, my limited experience of being around like Latino culture when I worked in Florida is that there'd be a million like Tia and Tios, which is like Spanish for aunt and uncle. And only occasionally would they be related by blood. It'd be like if your mom had a best friend from high school and they were still best friends and your mom had you, and then now you're a teenager, your mom's friend would be your aunt. Yeah. I knew that. Uh, Like one of my friends back home, he for years that, he talks about his cousins and then yeah. i'm like and then i found out years later i'm like they're not even related no. it's just like the guy was like best friends with his dad or something neighborhood kids yeah it's yeah it, there is like a there, it's more than like you wouldn't just call every older woman you meet your aunt but like yeah there is some weird dynamic to it um okay so back to the the ratings thing like yeah I don't know, some people like they feel like disney like screwed the show they're like Oh look, they put it out like when Obi Wan's out. Yeah, they put, they put uh, Doctor Strange just came out today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thor's coming out in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, you know, I mean, Disney Plus has to release more content. I mean, like Netflix puts out a ton of shit. They yeah. put out things at the same time. I believe that this show is going to have good word of mouth. It seems to be getting good word of mouth. I mm-hmm. I haven't seen anyone outright hate the show. No, I mean, there's like some aside from the the chud commentaries. Oh, on, fuck those yeah. People. Like, but no, no one is. I I will say, and I haven't seen this criticism often. It is a younger show. You know, it's younger, but it doesn't feel. Again, I don't feel like I'm watching. Right. Like, yeah, I wouldn't feel self conscious. Dumbass. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't like, feel self conscious if someone came like, in and I was watching. I'll give you an example. Um, CW put out a show called Naomi which was like okay. a new character from DC and they made a show and I tried watching it and I hated it because it felt like a kid's like not a kid's yeah. show, but it felt like I was watching more like Riverdale and not the flash. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, this is showing it for me, but this show I watch it and I don't feel like I'm being like, like there's no, enough not- characters, there's enough adults, there's enough like balance that like, it doesn't feel like, and they don't feel like they're pandering the kids. I don't no. say like it doesn't feel dumb. No, it, it feels uh, it, it it doesn't feel dumb, and it feels like it doesn't think you're dumb either. It you know what I mean? Like, the, it fits perfectly into the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think, yeah, like you said, there's there's really no star power. It's a car. It's a newer character. Yep. It's a. 14 uh which i guess she's like what 15 16 something like that yeah 15 16 year old girl is the lead so those are like things that like might take some convincing for people to be like i'm gonna have to i don't know is it really yeah. good for us and i watch this also it's weird because like this is a streaming show it's not like oh the ratings for this were bad like well come back like well go ahead what the other thing too is some people may be waiting to until all episodes are available 
Some people don't yeah. like to watch week by week. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it's a cause for alarm. I also don't think it's like the bullshit that like the right always tries to do, like the yeah, old loco broke. I don't think this show's woke. I mean, like no, this just the term woke is I can't stand it. It's like just say you're a fucking racist and get it over with. Right. Like just look like what. If a black person's in it, the show's woke. Like that's insane. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. That's like super racist. Like there's no you the existence of a brown person in a show or a gay person or whatever, or the lead is a woman. Like if your outright response is just like it's woke. <laughs> yeah, then you're that's, you're a problem. That says more about you. Like I don't know. Uh I I don't think the I believe that this show will pick up as it goes on. Like, because yeah. if it's good, if it's good and it's been good so far, more people are going to want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I now, think, it'll, I think it'll pick up. I, I'm liking it a whole lot. All these jackasses on like YouTube and all stuff, they're going to put out those videos anyway that say like failure, <laughs> disaster. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to back it, there's no fucking proof, whatever. They're just gonna they're gonna do it anyway, you know. Like they're gonna say like Obi Wan was a disaster. Yeah. They went woke by having a little girl in it. Um, that little girl is uh, the main character from the original trilogy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you're woke. <laughs> and now uh. you go broke. They uh they had this like field day. I think this is a good transition. So yes, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I do like the series. Yeah. Is it my favorite series? Yeah. Um, I would say the reason why it's not is just because like I don't really care. From like, I have no emotional investment in that character when it comes right. to like comics. I never really read it. Um, like if they made a Wolverine TV show, yeah, over yeah, Miss Marvel, and they said you had to pick one, I'm probably gonna watch the wolverine show oh yeah yeah miss marvel sorry it's not nothing <laughs> it's just you know guy's got claws man <laughs> he's hairy like me i'm hairy <laughs> i could see myself being wolverine I well i think my- i think this is a good transition because you were talking about like this wokeness and everything and we've seen that a couple times lately there's uh people talking about Lightyear. And, yeah, um, so Lightyear came out and yep. it did okay. It, I've heard, uh, I've seen some people say like the movie's awesome. Um, I haven't like read up about it or even looked yeah. up any of the reviews, but the right wing was like Ben Shapiro, all these right wings were going nuts, like because I guess the main character in it, it's revealed that like she has a, a wife, right, and kids. So you know gay marriage uh bad of course you know uh and uh family oh my god and uh, there's a scene where like they kiss for like a half second and they went nuts they were like boycotting the movie you can't force this on my kids you can't like it's ridiculous it's like what this is so stupid and uh one of the guys uh i found twitter matt bender posted he's like okay here's the scene that the right wing completely lost their mind over and it's like lightyear and this woman walking into a room and you find out it's like a surprise party for someone. And the woman comes up to her, who's clearly her wife or whatever, yeah. kisses her real quick, and they go and enjoy the party. It's that long of a scene. Yeah. If, if you're worried that, if you're I'll, worried about that, that's something really wrong with you. I'll tell you, 
they uh i looked it up they people anticipated people were projecting that lightyear would pull in 70 million over the weekend and lightyear only pulled in 50 million and which they described as kind of like mildly disappointing i will say though that the last toy story movie didn't do that that great you right look up toy story 4 it was not received as well and that people like felt like it was like the third movie ended on such a great note right and the fourth one was like came out years late like 10 years later and it was just like it was kind of like odd story and it ended up not pulling in the numbers and that came out like three years ago i think yeah that sounds right to, yeah and i think also again people are just like kind of just confused about this movie they're like some people are like, where's Tim Allen? Like, who gives a fuck about Tim Allen? Who gives a yeah. shit? No one under 50 gives a fuck about Tim Allen. No one. Like, well, that guy sucks. Did you see that thing where he was like, yeah. he put out this tweet where he was like, I saw, I was took some kids to Disney. Yeah. And uh, I saw this one kid talking about how they're like pansexual or something. Right. I'm like, Old creep stalks preteens at amusement park yeah that was pretty funny um but like i don't think people didn't see lightyear because yeah tim allen didn't do the voice like chris evans captain america like right i think it's more like people just really one jurassic park came out top gun came out i guess yeah. top Gun's supposedly really good so my kids saw it loved it oh really yeah top gun like and, and what and she i this is not the kind of movie I would imagine she would like. She just said it's really fun. So, um, yeah, I've heard a lot of people, like even like people who I follow on Twitter, are like anti-war, anti like military industrial. They love this movie, even though they said this yeah. is oh, straight up propaganda film for military. Right. Uh, but they said it's really good. I'll I'll catch it one day. But I feel like we're back to a mode now that we haven't been since uh, a couple of years ago before the pandemic. Where there's actually like maybe some competition at the theater. You yeah. know, for a while now you'd have these like isolated movies where like more people are going back to the movies. And with that means there's gonna be more competition yeah. with the movies. They're gonna start releasing movies uh where the release instead of like one big movie coming out like every couple of weeks, instead there might be like three out at the same time. Yeah. But I think the reality is that I think people don't know what the fuck this movie is. They're confused by it. They're like, wait. So this isn't the toy. This is the. It's like a, the guy. This is like a movie within that universe. Like, yeah, it's confusing. Uh, I think there's a lot of competition. I don't know how much. Yeah, my I, son. I like I asked my son, "Do you want to see it?" And he didn't. He's like, "No, he wasn't yeah. interested in it." He he's like, "No, he wants to see Thor." You know that he want he he wanted to see that one about what was it every. What's the one? I, so I told you it was the one about dimensions and everything. Oh, everything all at once. Yeah, he loved that movie. I yeah. mean, that movie, I would say that movie is not like a straight up action flick. It was like very uh, like, mature, like. Yeah, thinky. Yeah, a little bit more. And he loved that movie. So, huh. uh, but like Lightyear, no, not interested. Maybe like three years ago, he probably would have wanted to see yeah. it. Um, so I don't know. But I don't think the reason why people didn't go see it was because. Ben Shapiro put out a video crying about uh, the gay kissing. Yeah. Uh, and if it's that's just, the case, you didn't see the movies because of that, then you're an idiot because that's just stupid. It's just crazy how even during like the Bush years and the Reagan years, they would still go out of their way to say, 
something like, you know, we love these people. We just think that they're, that if they marry, they're going it'll, it'll, yeah, they, they would like couch it in those terms, but it's not even couched in those terms anymore. A lot of the, the MAGA rhetoric is like, these people are actively trying to rape children, which is yeah. just like real aggressive obviously and bizarre and like it's it's such a big difference i saw uh you know i've been watching the new star trek series which i, I love uh strange new worlds yeah and, i'm gonna get paramount plus this week so i'll probably start watching that oh it's great it's it i don't want to oversell it because it's just a really good show but like it's a really good show and that's great so the um there was an uh, actor in the current, in the l- most recent episode um, that I, apparently is a trans actor. And uh, afterwards, I was kind of flipping through Twitter, w- reading the feedback on the show. And a lot of people were real griping about the, the trans actor and everything. Who the like fuck such, cares? Yeah, it was just such bizarre bullshit. You know, like. Hey, fuck those people. Like, you're just a fun. They feel like, you know, we talked about this. Uh, before the podcast and is bringing up yeah. like you know during the trump when trump ran in 2016 and it was only a couple of years after uh you know mar- uh, gay marriage became like legal right. federally across the country um you know the republicans had to do this like little dance and and trump put out like he held the pride flag and yeah. i think he said like during his state of the union or whatever like hey guys you know we need to like ease up on the lgbt yeah but then like that was bullshit because like a month into his uh presidency they put in a trans ban well and, and he appointed all these anti-trans anti-gay yeah, act yeah they right. all got it, cabinet positions if he believed stuff. that then it just shows that he was never in charge of his fucking presidency yeah and he would just do whatever he had to do to stay in power uh he probably himself has no issue with gay people who knows yeah I mean, I'll, I he's can around see enough in the party scene in the 80s to probably not give a fuck uh, I don't think it. he cares, but like I don't think he gives a shit at all. He just wants power and yeah. he wants to protect. He wants that power to protect his wealth and protect him from the law. Um, so he'll go along with anything. But he did try to use that to sound less bigoted yeah. when he ran, and it didn't matter because the proof uh, actions speak louder than words. That's when, like the well, they started again. With, a lot with more trans people. Go after yeah. them first, and. You know, because it was like an easy target. People don't really know what it is. They're not, they're confused by it. They don't get it. They're like, wait, that's weird. Or they use the classic, like, they bring up the sports thing. Yeah. And say, like, look here, this person's trying to, you know, infiltrate. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's amazing how many on the right got super emotionally involved in like NCAA women's lacrosse. Yeah. Or swimming. Yeah. Like, wow, I didn't realize that like the the sanctity of the swimming rankings was such a huge fundamental part of who yeah. you are you know and these like, are the same people that are like applauding like putting bounties on women for having an yeah. abortion like so yeah. i don't know if you're really on the side of women here i think you're just using women to be bigots against trans people and attacking them yeah and, uh, and you know they use the whole again it's 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 they use this target um uh, and they take it back like they're all women but they you know what i'm saying like they yeah. use this to like attack people basically and then they use the whole pronoun thing i mean it's like the most remember like when russia invaded like ukraine in the beginning and they yeah. were like 
well, we don't have the they them army here or something. And right, like, right. It was a bizarre thing. I'm like, why are you even saying this? Like, it's bizarre how like that that Texas the Texas GOP rewrote its platform, I guess, over the, the last week. One of their send like two of the two of the eight items on their platform have to do with like getting uh getting gay and lesbian books out of school libraries and like that's what's pre- important protecting kids from gay predators or something i mean it's just like real bizarre it, yeah there was know? some like proud voice like they were like attacking um what do you call it the pride parade the, well the pride parade that big arrest actually real quick though it's kind of funny yeah they're, they're trying to create this whole thing with groomers and putting in these laws but at the same time some of these states are putting in laws that are validating oh, older men marrying girls under 16 yeah that's weird it's crazy right? Would you would you say that's grooming? Yeah, I mean that's beyond grooming. That's just like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's super fucked up. That's what it is. But the yeah, so like they're one of the big things they attack are they like to go after and target. And I've seen them talk about. It. I don't know. I've seen clips of Rogan. This fucker's talking about it. Is this drag queen story time? Yeah, yeah, or like a drag queen or whatever you want to call it. like. Read stories. Story the library. And of course, some people are like, yeah, that's totally cool. I like RuPaul Drag Race. Mm-hmm. That's fun. My kid's going to enjoy it. And then you get these other psychopaths. They're like, this is horrible. This is this is the worst thing ever. And it's like the person's literally wearing, I mean, you can look at it if you want to really break it down and be like, that person's literally wearing a costume and playing it's, a character. Yeah. Like, it's real bizarre. Um, but like Proud Boys and like all these scumbags are showing up and basically trying to bully the basically making it that the person can't do the story time. yeah I'll and it's like you, isn't that more hurtful to the kids yeah the 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 right wing is kind of like devolved into like armed militias that are like terrorizing people this is like some this is like pre-nazi shit yeah it really is um i, I don't they, know like they i there was this one picture it was one proud boy and whatever, and it was like um, I tweeted the picture. I said like he was wearing a shirt saying like uh, pedophiles get killed or something or oh, killed geez. pedophile, and it's like as an AR-15 on his shirt. And then like, why is he wearing a shirt telling people to kill him? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of these people are usually pretty gross. Like, yeah, it's yeah. been revealed that like half the heads of like QAnon are all like fucking. It's just, fiends yeah. in like so many different ways. Like, how many times did we find out? Like, there, like especially in the past year, you find out like the head of this person in QAnon is like literally a pedophile. Yeah, and it's always like the church, the church elders are like all pedophiles, and so it's, it's it's pretty predictable. But it's like ridiculous. So they're going after. They're trying. So they're really, tar- you know, especially with Pride Month, they were like trying to target mm-hmm. people. The the big one recently, I think it was in Iowa or what state was it in? Where that Idaho, Idaho, I believe. Yeah. So one guy, I saw this today because I posted it. Let me see if I can find it. This is great. These people are such morons. So basically, a bunch of chuds, Patriot Front chuds, went into a were driven in a U-Haul truck. Right. And a lot of these dudes were not from there. They traveled. Oh, there's like seven or eight of them states. from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll read the one. This one's from Colorado, but and not far from me. Wheat Ridge isn't far. And um, 
some good antique stores there. <laughs> Maybe this guy. I'll bet you a lot of World War II memorabilia. No, no, not like no, not that kind. I know what you're talking about. No, I've I've seen. Yeah, you go to antique stores. My God, the worst thing I ever saw in my life was uh, there's this antique store in Paradise, California. When mm-hmm. we go into Paradise, which is like a neighboring town, and we were like looking in the antique store, and they I've never seen more racist shit in my life. Oh yeah. Oh there. I was like, oh my God. And this is California, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, here we go. Colorado Springs anti-fascist. This is a, a group. New Patriot front member, Forrest Rankin of Wheat Ridge, Colorado, was fired from his position <laughs> at an engineering firm after his arrest at the Cordelian Idaho Pride event. So he was one of the more the morons that got his mask taken off. So these idiots are all wearing masks. They look like the fucking cavalry from the Watchmen show. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And uh, they all got arrested, and it's great because these fuckers' masks come off, and then what do you do? What's that guy's name? Uh, Dinesh. Dinesh? Yeah. The guy on TikTok and stuff. He's, He's great. great. <laughs> he does, like, he finds people. Same thing with that other guy, too. What's that? Well, there's Tizzy and... Yes, him. Yeah, he's one. another one. Yep. Uh, and then there's a, a pharmacist who does some good stuff. Art and they're exorcist. good at just like spread it, getting shit to go viral and getting. Yeah. These clowns never fucking learn. They never learn. The, all these idiots that went to Charlottesville, yeah. all these jackasses and fucking Nazi fucks, they went there and half of them, like any of those people got exposed, they lost their fucking jobs. Yeah. It's like these people well, don't fucking learn. Yeah. And a lot of them like lose their jobs and their friends. And it's like, well, you know, I mean, yeah, I try know. not being an evil try, piece yeah. of shit. Right, Maybe like, I don't want to be friends with a Nazi. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, it's like I said there was that thing the other day, someone like conservative complaining about how women don't want to date them. It's like, right. can you blame them? Why, <laughs> well, would they, why would they date you? You're, if they, if, especially if they don't agree with you politically. Now, yeah. I mean, if they have shitty politics, that's a different story. But well, I follow a lot, and this uh, we're kind of bleeding into the January 6th stuff, uh, not the hearings, but the, the trials, I suppose. Um, the A lot of the people who were arrested for January 6th get up in front of court, and they just like complain about how their lives have been ruined by their own actions. There's some uh, woman that was, uh, I saw this video earlier on Twitter, and she's like running for something in Florida. Oh, and she's complaining about like how her family's business she has like her family's business like a spice company or something or whatever okay. and people are like been boycotting it and she gets persecuted because she went to january 6th and it's like yeah i don't know maybe uh they don't want to buy your product anymore because you right were part of the biggest domestic probably one of the i mean not like De, uh, what's his face from Oklahoma City right, uh, like but yeah awesome I don't know what you would call this I mean a terrorist attack on the nation's capital I mean dude these people brought in confederate flags there's so much to it I like mean over 100 years later after the civil war that confederate flag was never in the white house never in the state capital ever and well, they fucking brought it in there a bunch of them brought them in there these fucking yeah. people like animals they're like pissing on the floors and rummaging yeah, through desks on the walls. And, yeah i mean these are i th- i think and for that, what for what what was the reason yeah 12 i mean ostensibly trump trump wanted that's it. 
Yeah. You know, there was like no real grim. It's not like, oh, we want like health care. We want a better environment. Right. People or you like, took away our right to choose or, you you know, like. Yeah. Like this wasn't for like anyone's benefit except to like help keep Trump in power for life. Yeah. Like it's insane. It's real bizarre. So, before we get in deep into the yeah. January 6th thing, I just want to go back to the um, the, the, the culture war shit yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. trying to do. Because it, it's all kind of part of the thing. So like, you know, we talked about Lightyear. Talk about Star Trek. Talk about they're even trying to sneak that in with Miss Marvel. Like, look, the ratings aren't good because no one wants to watch a show with Muslims. That's what yeah. they're trying. That's really what yeah, they're that's trying. That's what they're to saying. Do. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And they they do this all the time. They do this dance whenever like, like I remember like there was a photo uh, that image of like Chris Pratt with this woman who happened to be black who was one of the new characters in yeah. Jurassic Park, and the guy's right. Oh, looks like Jurassic Park's woke now. And it's like, what? And this one person just like, why don't you just say you're a fucking racist and get it over with? Just get it over with. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like, it it just shows you how fucking our culture is starting to degrade. When Jurassic Park 2 came out, it was revealed or something that like Jeff Goldblum's character had a daughter and uh, she was black. And you know what? No one gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but now, if they did that now, oh my God, they would be yeah. like Ben Shapiro. Like, oh my God. You know, like whatever. Well, uh, that's it, it. It's driven by like a half dozen people on the right wing media circuit. You know, a lot of this outrage is driven it by spreads. a small number of people. Yeah, it's, and it spreads like wildfire, like yeah. cancer, like on Facebook, on memes and all this shit. Well, that's, I think that's the real problem with it is that like it manufactures a problem because there's probably a subset, a group of Republicans that by and large started out as just normal crappy people. And then through like Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro or whatever, they, they get the message out to like the hardcore trolls and then it becomes part of like internet culture. And the next thing you know, like a relatively normal person has become a horrible bigot. They're looking at memes that started out like in 4chan and 8chan or Acoon, whatever the fuck they call that thing now. And like these real horrible, vile places where little Nazis and these memes start there and they get changed and they make change get a little bit. They may become a little less sanitized looking, but the message ends up being exactly the same. Yeah. Well, so yeah, uh, you know, which then leads to people losing their mind and going to the Capitol and smearing shit on the walls. Well, from what I understand, the hearings, the January 6th hearings that are going going on currently um, have been really effective. And and they've actually believe they've seen Republicans start to change their mind to the point where now like 60% of the population thinks Trump should be charged with something. Well, I know, I know, but like, if there's no charges at all, then this yeah. thing's for nothing. That's the reality. There has to be something. Yeah. If there's something. no charges, then like, I don't know. I don't know what the point of anything is then, then it's not really about like a democracy anymore. It's like who, who can maneuver I mean, and avoid like, consequences. If these people were able to get out of power, I mean, out of power or whatever, or losing an election yeah. and trying to fuck with it and everything like that, uh, imagine how they would be if they get gotten power again. Yeah. After getting away with this. 
Right. They're That's ten scary. times emboldened, you know? Yeah. So they feel like they can get away with anything. I mean, fuck, look at okay. So today there was a thing that came out about Andrew Gillum. Like, yeah. I guess he's facing like charges or something, right? Yeah, yeah. But like Bobert like fucking did some shady yeah. shit. Well, I'll tell I, the one thing I will say, and um, is that, that Gillum is facing charges that stem from an investigation that happened like four years ago or something. The, the the charges here really are more related to his time as mayor of Tallahassee and also the, the early days on his campaign. So Bobert could still get charged next Maybe year or so. former daytime hooker Bobert. Yeah, former <laughs> daytime hooker Bobert could get charged next year and it would be comparable to the experience Gillum had. You know, because it, yeah, it takes I know, a these things take time. I'm just pointing out though, like, um, I, man, if I was her, it, it, well, she's she's an idiot, so yeah, she's, but these people like they think they do it with anything because they have the time they do. Well, they do, you know, that's that's it, you know, and I don't know. I, I'm these hearings have been great, you know, they're was well done. The, the one woman today or the other day. I, saw, I didn't worker. watch it. These people were talking about this uh, Ruby Rose. Or, I don't, yeah, this this one, not Ruby Rose. <laughs> Batwoman. <laughs> Batwoman herself. was <laughs> Yeah, Batwoman from the CW. Um, no, there's, a, I guess it was a, a mom and a daughter. And uh, the mom's name was like Miss Ruby or something. I forget, I forget her name. But And the, the girl's name, I think, was Shay. I, I, I don't know. I, I may be wrong. Anyway, they're just these normal people. And they were working the polls. And there's film of them working the polls. And I guess at one point, the, the daughter handed the mom something. They said it was a mint, but it doesn't even, you know, they were just doing that. Anyway, Giuliani goes on TV and says that these two women by name were committing election fraud. And then Trump repeated it. And I guess like the FBI told them they needed to like leave their house for two months because there were so many people were like literally walking in their house with guns saying they're there to make a citizen's arrest and stuff i'm listening um, keep going it was really really terrifying like it was really really bad and these are just like normal everyday people these are the people that you need to help run elections and work the polls and stuff like that and trump was like attacking these two women by name and unleashing a huge internet army that alone them. should be enough to put someone in prison yeah honestly it really should i mean they that's said like, that the georgia stuff can actually lead to trump going to jail yeah i think that's that much more in a perfect world georgia alone just him outright trying to minute calling the guy who yeah. was like the head of it what, yep. what, like and trying to like tell him basically forcing him saying like you better find like 10,000 votes or something. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with that is that the Georgia governor can pardon anyone convicted of Georgia. Crimes. Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. yeah. But let, let get it arrested and then have Brian fucking Kemp in an election year. Yeah. Pardon in a, him. In a, in a state that's shifting blue. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and, and uh, fucking pardon Trump. Well, You'll want to see they people go, come out and vote. They'll they'll fucking come out of the woodworks for that. The the hearings I think have been really effective at detailing a lot of evidence. I guess there's going to be another one tomorrow where they're going to talk to some Department of Justice people and some states attorneys. And you hear about 
Like they're like, dude, they need to like talk to Kanye. Yeah, that's crazy. Supposedly, well, he went. He had a fake candidacy. Yep. Where his, he was literally working for Trump. Yeah. His kids trying to siphon off uh, like a, a a black vote. Yeah, you know, that, that was, was specifically what he was trying to do in like certain states, so that Biden would lose in, in yeah. any way possible. And Kanye literally was just running. It didn't work because Kanye is an asshole. Yeah. People were like, mm, you're a joke. Like, why would I vote for you? you get, well, you and his me. campaign didn't even get him like on the ballot in a lot of states. And he was no, just kind of a joke. Was, that guy's an asshole. Like, he's just yeah. an egomaniac asshole. I'm so sick of him. Anyone that still listens to him, like, you gotta like, I'm sorry. There's a point where you have to just. Yeah, cut him loose. Yeah, like there's other artists out there that aren't, you know, working in tandem with a fascist. Yeah. For fuck whatever fucking reason Kanye was doing it. Who knows? Because he's a psychopath. Yeah, I don't think he really needs a reason. I think anyone could have talked him into doing that. You know, oh, so. Um, let's just say this, that he's, over the years, has become a billionaire and it has nothing <laughs> to do with the music. Yeah. He I sells think. those sandals for like 200 bucks a piece. Just no, like there's like some other plastic. shit. He started getting involved with like churches or something. I don't know. This is a weird shit. Mm. Did you notice though, though, ever since uh, Pete Davidson started dating uh, Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian, she's no longer a black woman? <laughs> I'm not fucking that. kidding. I, she used to like, like she had her stylist like paint her to bronze her and stuff. But now she, it, there's all these images of her with Pete Davidson. She's white as fuck. I don't understand that family. I don't. I don't understand their popularity. I mean, yeah, I, under, I understand that part about them. But their I've popularity never understood is that, the appeal. that people are dumb. I guess. Mm. I don't know. I can I mean, it doesn't matter now if they're popular or not. Now it makes no difference. They're billionaires. True. They, they, yeah. Their money is made. They can <laughs> like. I mean, maybe who knows? They probably have money in like dumb places or something. <laughs> I'm sure they just like put all my all my resources into my board ape collection. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I I think like um, oh, <laughs> do you hear about the true the the true terrorists though that are in our country? Uh, which ones? Robert Smigel and Triumph Dance of Comic. Oh yeah. So I guess like seven, like people who, Robert Smigel, who's yeah. the voice and puppeteer of the uh, uh, Triumph, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. And I guess a couple of people went to the Capitol to do yeah. some kind of bit. And I guess they did something wrong and it was considered like trespassing and they got yeah. arrested. I think they're fine now. And the right wing was trying to do this false equivalence thing. Yeah, that was bizarre. That, like, they see? committed an insurrection or something. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no joke. Tucker Carlson was saying that. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, these people are psychopaths. That's another thing, too. These motherfuckers, if they don't get arrested, dude, there's people, they pass around memes like, like, save the January 6th people that are still held in prison. Yeah. Like, as if they're POWs in Vietnam. I've seen some, like, really great artwork where they're, like, <laughs> they show, like, the a guy in jail wearing a MAGA hat, but he's got like angel wings and he's like, <laughs> it's just really tacky kind of. Well, I mean, these are the same people who also like rooted on Kyle Rittenhouse. So. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 
Oh, this is the other funny thing about January 6th. So a lot of the, like, they'll talk to these, like, Republicans who are like, I don't agree with what Trump did. And uh, I don't like how he, you know, I believe that uh, Biden was elected and I think Trump should have, like, let it go, whatever. However. Like, ask, oh, if he runs again, would you vote for him? Yeah. That's, I don't understand that. I mean, I, I get people doing that, but I don't get people admitting to doing that, you know? Yeah. Like, like I don't know. Maybe the thing to say is, listen, I don't know if I can vote for a Democrat. Maybe I'll just stay home that day. Right. Or like, maybe we should start investigating a third party, even if you're not going to. That's when you start talking right. about that. No, like, I think Trump, it, yes, I agree. I think Trump eats eats children and right. uh, is, kills people and is uh, actually from hell. Oh, that, that's crazy. Uh, if he ran again, would you vote for him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go woke go broke go woke. yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i don't see that light year movie yeah there's a lesbian kiss in there clearly society is crumbling well they they need to do something these i think these january 6 hearings are great um i read on the washington post ran a headline saying the department of justice put out some criminal subpoenas today but i i never really was able to find out much more about it um I don't know. I do. I do know though that they need to do th- something. They need to do something quickly. Um, it, yeah. I mean, we, we're going to talk in, in a little bit about the New Mexico County uh, electors and everything. Um, uh, the the uh, some county in New Mexico where the electors refused to certify an election because they just didn't want to you know and um well the crazy part was the guy who was like the head of that had something to do with january 6th and now he's like arrested or something yeah he was he was in jail um and then uh they said nut. yeah they said i got the article here from the washington post they said basically uh the democrat won the election and the the county board of electors refused to certify it because they didn't they were distrustful of the dominion machines and so anyway the secretary of state's like the fuck you're distrustful of whatever i don't care you got to certify this election your your job isn't to evaluate the election your your job is to certify what the machines tell you to certify and then so anyway this the one of them had been arrested for january 6th and he had to participate via phone from jail Uh, (laughs) and uh I'm a his little guy, uh, incapacitated right now. Yeah, the guy's name, uh, his last name was Griffin. He was the founder of Cowboys for Trump. He spoke by phone from Washington where he'd just been sentenced earlier to 14 days in jail. Um, and then in his statements, he said, my vote, uh, he's talking about whether to certify the election. My vote remains a no. It's not based on any evidence. It's not based on any facts. It's only based on my gut feelings and my own intuition. And that's all I need um well, i'm surprised he used the word intuition it's yeah right it's just crazy but anyway the, the new mexico supreme court granted an emergency petition by the secretary of state demanding that the otero commissioners do their job and approve the votes um it's just crazy like these people are are wandering around like i don't i don't want to do it you know i think and, like this, uh, this again like i said in the last podcast this is a preview of what you're going to see in a yeah. lot of areas in november where if a Democrat wins in an area that might be considered red or purple, whatever, and the legislator is leads on a Republican end, you're going to see this everywhere. Yeah. That 
And, uh, you know, probably doesn't hurt, though, that we have a Democratic president with a Democratic, you know, administration. I'm sure, like you said, what did they do? They basically... Well, in in New Mexico, the, 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 the Democratic governor of New Mexico had her state attorney argue in front of the Supreme Court, these idiots in Otero County just needed to do their job. And they won pretty quickly and got, and the county got ordered to certify the election. That's not going to uh, happen. I guess where there's states where the governor is Republican. Yeah. That's, uh, man, what? Did you see that one fucking ad from that one Republican yeah. who like literally has a video where he's like threatening violence on his opponent? Yeah. He's, he lost an election a while back. He's the one who, like kidnapped. wasn't he also on January 6th? Uh no, I don't think so. But he kidnapped a woman and like <laughs> and and like literally tied her up and like took photographs of her nude and threatened to release them if she didn't keep quiet about their affair. I mean, there's like really serious criminal charges against this guy. And he's he's like leading the pack in Ohio for, for Senate or whatever. Oh I reported that one and I reported that ad, so I'm like, this is literally threatening yeah. violence. There's no other word to describe it. I want to just go back real quick, back to the uh, super quick, because I forgot yeah. to bring it up. Uh, the, the threat, I mean, it, it all plays together because it's yeah, still yeah. part of the public agenda, but like, you know, attack on gay people and LGBT. Um, there was this girl on uh, Twitter yeah. that put out this tweet saying like, let me see if I can find it so funny i mean it's not funny it was horrible what she said uh see if i can find it kelly Ninehart. oh Nineheart. yeah let's start rounding up people who participate in pride events mm-hmm. and i tweeted i recorded and said literal nazi shit yeah i mean like yeah uh and then uh i put a thing and it said like how it started and then how it's going yeah. <laughs> uh her account was suspended yeah and then people realized like she runs this group in uh like was it texas protect protect texas kids or something it was an anti-lgbtq yeah group that got taken down too yep yeah so we'll get to uh i guess i could save that for musk later yeah but, but yeah. he's probably thinking like oh if only musk was there to protect right me. or she thinks that he would he probably wouldn't but uh um yeah that was gross yeah. um and the reason I brought up is because I was thinking of that guy with the that ad with the gun. I mean, that yeah. was insane. I couldn't believe that it was it. What was it like? He's going after rhinos or something? Yeah. Well, some somebody said like basically, you know, they do this because they want the ad to get taken down, and yeah, then of they course. go and then could then, be the victim. Yeah, and then they go to Tucker, and Tucker plays the ad, and then they're like, "Oh, this was this was clearly tongue in cheek," and, and then the it's next just a joke. Know, it's just a joke. Yeah. Then they then they send out an uh, email. Hey, you need to save me from the woke media. You know by yep, donating. The woke mob. Yeah. The, the cancel culture. They're trying to cancel me. So Next send me all you your know, money. Dumb, you dumb. won't be able to threaten your neighbor with violence. You know, and I, so, well, that's what that girl did too with the whole uh, that she basically like people like okay she really she had to know that she would have gotten taken down. Yeah. I'm sure she's an idiot either way. But then what she do? She took a screenshot of it, put it on her page, and basically yep. like, oh, they're 
trying to silence me, you know, which mm. led to her other page getting taken down. <laughs> that's the other thing they do. Like, oh, oh. They, yeah, they do that like game where that's like where they almost want to get like, yeah, they want canceled. it. They, yeah. Well, it, it, it is tough. I mean, I, the way I don't well, know. Speaking I, 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 of cancel culture. Yeah. Uh, the attorney general from uh, <laughs> South Dakota, uh, <laughs> canceled somebody's life years ago and it finally caught up to him after like two years uh, yeah like so we talked you brought this up on the podcast like i think like a year ago yeah so what's the deal with the story again okay so this guy this is like what state is this south dakota and it was the attorney general one of the 12 dakotas in our country yep attorney general and he was driving down the road and he claims that he hit a deer and then immediately after he hit the deer, he gathered up, he called the, the Department of Law Enforcement or whatever in South Dakota and started asking him all these questions like, what kind of evidence can they get from cell phones? And can they tell like all that kind of stuff? <laughs> and That's weird. Anyway, as it turns out, this guy um, apparently was like scrolling news media on his phone, plowed over a dude killed the guy the guy got launched through the windshield the guy's glasses were like found in the back seat of the car and anyway this guy uh just claimed he thought he hit a deer and he clearly killed a guy like and, and there was like blood all over his car I mean, it was clearly he killed the guy and he, and the knew guy he killed the guy functioning attorney general for years he has been ever since for the last two years he's been the he's... attorney general Probably prosecuted from the position, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was it wasn't even a unanimous. It's it, I looked up the South Dakota, um, the South Dakota makeup. I guess there are thirty two Republicans and three Democrats. Wow, that's a that's a that they're even. Yeah, that right. actually, totally. yeah. yeah, and so equal right, equal powers, both sides. Yeah. There was plenty of people that voted not to remove him from office. In that. What? That's insane. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Should be like a easy, yeah, guys. I think we're all in agreement here. It's Go not ahead. like you're gonna Go. lose the seat to a Democrat, you know? Yeah, like, like in South Dakota, like the chance of a Democrat winning that is probably like zero next to nothing. I mean, I think so. it, what the Democrats should do in like the Dakotas is not run a human. Yeah, they should run a goat, <laughs> and they would probably win. Well. Honestly, if you ran what, a pack animal as like their candidate, because there's probably more farm animals than people in South probably. Dakota. Yeah, I think they should run an actual farm animal. They probably well, stand a better chance of getting uh, Republicans to vote for it. Yeah, I, honestly, like all those sheep fuckers <laughs> in, in, in South Dakota. It, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know anything about the uh, I don't know uh, Clamor Clamondell whatever the name of the yeah. thing. I don't know anything about the position on things and I kind of align more with the uh, her opponents uh, you know <laughs> policies but that sheep is damn sexy right you just put the sheep in a nice dress or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I would say the, the Dakotas, from what it sounds like, might be one of those states where, where um, Democrats might just need to leave. <laughs> like, like, There's no point. Just go. Yeah, like, look, it, it doesn't look promising. There's like 32 Republican seats to three Democratic seats. I mean, like, I, that seems to be like the kind of state where even the even young people are pretty Republican and, and whatever. I, I always kind of like, we, we say like, you know, Texas or Florida are lost causes or, but they're really not. They're like, they're reasonably close. They can switch in our lifetimes. No, they no could. questions asked. Um, but then there's parts of the country that is never going to. Right. Like is, is, well, I don't know. I mean, like Doug Jones got in Alabama, like things- again, I bring that up. The only reason why he yeah. won by this, by the, skin of his teeth was because this opponent was an outright pedophile but that's the that's the problem with places like south dakota is that you look they let a murderer serve as their top law enforcement yeah, official people for in the two delegates years. were like no we're gonna keep them like you two said years, they, they let this easily re- get another chud in that position and we're not even talking like that didn't need to be a legal case. They, they could have removed him. From, they, this was an impeachment. They could have impeached him day one. They could have done that in like 20 minutes. Like Maybe he should resign. Yeah. We have 700 Republicans waiting to take your place. In a normal. Yeah, exactly. In a normal world, whenever these guys do, you know, murder someone. Yeah. Or like, you remember a couple of years ago, there was like this con- guy running for Congress, this Republican guy. And he literally body slammed the reporter. Yeah. Yeah, in a, in a normal functioning democracy, that guy should have came out the next day and said, I'm ending my campaign. Yep. And what happened? He won. Yeah. Well, th- that is how like insane. In, but that's how like maybe and Dakota is a bad example because it's so Republican. But like maybe that prompts people to reconsider their support for the Republican Party. Hey, you know, they supported the murderer for a couple years and then yeah, those gas prices man yeah um but that's i just like, think it's funny though like people like think like oh the republicans are gonna win in 20 um 22 uh the house and senate because of the gas prices mm-hmm. and it's like do you think the republicans are gonna be better they literally voted against like yeah the gas tax suspension yeah like it doesn't matter. I mean, like the, the Republicans don't have to make logical arguments. No, they they're don't. Be, they're better are, off not making logical arguments. There's enough arguments. reactionary morons in this country that have the brain capacity of a fly that aren't going to remember yeah. that, like, anything from a year ago, <laughs> let well, alone like last week. Well, this um, is a good. Actually, this is a good transition and example. The Uvalde police. I guess Uvalde should be a pretty liberal place, but it's not. There's like. A whole bunch of MAGA chuds running the town. The mayor is like one of the worst. Yep. He said he's like a Fox News or was a yep. Fox News regular. Yeah. And Bay was where that horrible school, school shooting happened in the end of May. Yep. And and you wonder like what will happen? Will will they will they swing left next election? I don't know. But the thing, the other thing is that a bunch of stuff came out and the cops, it was revealed that oh, like yeah. the door was not locked. No, they just sat in the hallway. They claimed that the cops claimed they couldn't get in because the door was locked, which sounds so stupid. Like really? You can't Kids, bust yeah. it in? Kick it. Fucking, yeah. They have fucking battering rams they use. Those battering rams? Yeah. 
That's only when they want to evict somebody. Well, they had a crowbar on them. They a special kind of crowbar. I, I forget the name yeah. of it, but like so they the even, lock thing was always bullshit. But the fact yeah. is that they were just lying about the lock to begin with. The whole thing was lie, and and they're blaming teachers. They're pointing. They're, it it's a horrible thing. And more and more stuff comes out that it's possible that the, that the cops, some of them or whatever, possibly could have killed some of the kids. Yeah. So. Places like that, like I don't know. I mean, could that could this result in some of those people maybe reevaluating their support for Republicans? Maybe I don't know. I think I think places I know, like man, I think people are so their brains are fried. Yeah, they're so you know you got you can have a horrible incident, man, but it's really tough to like try to challenge someone's brain who's been like ingesting right wing propaganda for the past like two decades. True. I mean your brain is conditioned well one of the good things that has come out of the uvalde things i guess we're real close to getting legislation passed on gun control and it's not well not not the gun control i would want it's like a very very milk sop it's a very watered down one like that you and i were talking about this before we recorded this isn't nearly enough not at all but but it's it's something. something it is something and and I mean, I'll take it. Like, part of me is like, but it's, well, a, but it's not enough. Like, it can't. They can't be like, yeah, we did something. It's like, okay, so what does this do? Supposedly, this bill they're trying to push through. It it does like several things. Um, uh, and let me say, does it raise the age. So that's the thing too. If it doesn't raise the age twenty one, uh, it we- doesn't. It it raises the age for certain background checks. Like it used to be that 18 year olds would go through the same background checks as 30 year olds. And now if you're under 21, you have a more extensive uh, background check. Um, It puts more funding for crisis centers and red flag laws, which is where that allows authorities to temporarily confiscate guns from individuals that are deemed a threat to themselves or others. Um, You said something about the uh, abusive uh, relationship one yeah there's the uh it it changed the law so that um it used to be that only a spouse who was convicted of domestic violence had their guns taken but now it's a boyfriend or girlfriend too and they're clo- yeah and it closed some loopholes where like you could basically have like someone else living in the home technically own the guns you know what i mean like Oh, if I can't own guns, I'm just going to give them all to my. Yeah, it's kind of like the Kyle Rittenhouse excuse. He even said it in court where it was yeah. like, because he wasn't illegally, he was not legally allowed to hold that gun that he killed those people. Right, right. He was able to use the whole like, well, my friend is of age was holding it for me. Yeah. And that's how I was able to get it. And that should have been right from the start. Yep. That should have been like the end of it. It was like, what the fuck do you need that for? You know, it's like clearly you had malintent from the start. Yeah. Um. So. It all it does a few other things. It get, like it said, it, it uh, gives some funding for mental uh, health, um, and it also yeah, and it also uh, it, it tightens up the number of people that have to register as gun sellers. It doesn't it doesn't fix the gun show. That's loophole. a big one. See, it just doesn't do enough. It's a, it it's like uh, I mean, there's some stuff there, and yeah, if it gets through, it's an accomplishment. But like, 
That's not enough. It's not enough because what will happen is there'll be shootings and the people, the douchebags on the right will, somebody will be like, look, they put in a law to do anything. And it's like, yeah, we knew this law was like just the beginning and this is going to take any laws that go into effect that any laws that go into effect, if they did ones where actually really restricted gun sales or restricted certain weapons or anything like that, that would take years for it to have any like positive effect on the country that but these type of reactionary douchebags will, like a shooting could be like a month later, a really bad one. And then they could be like, look, laws don't work. And it's yeah. like, well, they already had the gun. Well. It takes years for, yeah. I think, the, I think the thing here is, so you get something on the books and you've moved the goalposts a little bit. And the, the Republicans are real good at this. They will chip away at rights, moving the ball Right, but the minute like the Senate, the Congress and Senate go to the Republicans, they'll immediately put in a law that eliminates that law. Well, yeah, you know, then I I agreed, but like ideally, like you you make them fight for it too, you know, and and it's frustrating. But like, look, the alternative is like not doing it. You know, I mean, again, I just think like the reality is it should be what they should have put in if they really wanted to do something was 21. Yeah. You can't own a weapon like that. You can't go out and buy this until you're 21. I mean, you can't buy beer. You shouldn't be allowed to own an AR-15. Right. Uh, did you see that story about that guy in Oklahoma that was like yeah. walking around suspiciously with like the a tactical vest? Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know where it was, but it was like freaking the fuck out of people. And they went to the cops. The cops basically said, yeah, we can't do anything about it. I don't, here's what I don't understand. Like, if you, based on these types of laws, let's say I own a pawn shop. Well, hold on. Do you know how he got he got arrested eventually? You know why? No, why? Because you're not allowed to have uh, brass knuckles in oh. Oklahoma. So that he had brass knuckles on. So they were able to arrest him because of that. Not because he was walking around with an AR-15 full tactical vest, but because he had a fucking brass knuckle. See, I don't understand. Like, let's say I own a bank or a pawn shop or, you know, somewhere where there's like a lot of cash and I'm a teller and I see someone jog into my store with a rifle. Uh, Yeah. How are you supposed to react to that? And I shoot and kill them. Do, do, Do I get in trouble? Do you, I mean, like, do you know, like, wouldn't it seem like you could do that i don't know it just seems like real it's confusing odd, it's like if you're in a bank that's known for, <laughs> for historically classically historically getting robbed by guys yeah. with guns and a guy walks in with a gun right i would feel uneased yeah i would be hitting that button that's like on the thing that calls the cops immediately yeah i don't care if that guy's freedom i guess you could um honestly though if he's walking out around outside, he starts in the story, but you can have a policy on your door. It says no guns allowed. And, yeah. call the, and if you have that policy, if it's trespassing or anything like that, you could call the cops. Like Target has that, like after, like, I don't know if you remember, like during Obama years, there'd be yeah. all these like gun nut assholes, gun right activists. Right. And they would go to like Target. And this one asshole was like holding an air 15 and he was like holding Oreos, which was like this racist knock on. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, 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 and I was like, this fucking dirt, he's just like a dirt bag. This guy, and then Target just like put up things like, Yeah, you're not allowed in here with a right. Like, it, it, I think the one by where I used to live, where you're mm-hmm. near, 
it has yeah. a sign it literally says you cannot come in here with a gun oh. not, it's not welcome and uh i think that was my favorite was uh some asshole posted some image of like walking into walmart when they were 15 and like he was trying to like prove some point and then people like pointed out like this image is for, like 15 years old it's like yeah there's a sign that literally says like uh the iphone like three or something <laughs> like oh, fuck off dude um but what the fuck was i talking about yeah well the the people carrying weapons and i i oh, yeah yeah oklahoma the yeah so in oklahoma the guy was arrested finally because he had yeah. breast knuckles not because of the fucking ar-15 like i said dude i mean the power of a knuckle i mean if he was from the punch he would kill 40 people with the, with his metal yeah yeah Fucking I remember when I lived in Massachusetts, they still had a lot of like super old laws. And one of one, I always remember it because I, I worked in mental health. And we dealt with a lot of people that were involved in the criminal justice system too. One kid was arrested for attacking someone with a shod foot. And it was with a what? A shod foot. S-H-O-D foot. And it was basically he wore um, Doc Martens with a steel toe and kicked. Oh, I had steel toe boots and all yeah. that and he kicked someone repeatedly with these steel toe boots and you, if you went to like concerts like pantera oh, yeah. or any of those you had to have steel toe boots but let me tell you i got kicked and it fucking hurt yep. you need you need protection people would stomp on you with their yeah. fucking boots. and at least the steel toe would like have some protection right <laughs> well anyway um i don't know i i'm glad for the gun control i i think i, I think just don't think it amount i i think it's a it's not going to do enough. I mean, it's just not. I mean, oh, it, no, doesn't but... even, it doesn't even do the easiest thing, which is like, okay, as a reaction to Uvalde, this kid was 18, the well, law should be 21. Yeah, That's but... gonna be, that should have been like, that should be, it's a no brainer. I don't even understand that one. Like, you can make an argument and say, like, if you can't fucking even buy alcohol, you shouldn't be allowed to own an AR 15. Well, I want my, I want my, <laughs> 21 year old to be drunk while he holds the air 15. I, I think though that this is good in the sense that it moves the goalposts a little bit. And you can look at it and say, like, well, we passed gun control law, you know. And so the next time you go do it, it's easier to get people on board. You can say to like, I don't know if old man Cornhole's gonna win his Senate race next time or if he's if he's even going to run, but you can say, like, look. This guy supported gun control and he won his district. You know, there's you can do this. Yeah, no, um, I know. It weakens the NRA in any way yes. possible. Yeah, it makes them less. But the problem is, like, I don't even think the NRA is that powerful anymore. I think it's just the entire Republican Party is like, yeah. there's no, like, they are the same thing. They're one yeah. and the same. Um, real quick though, before we move on to the next thing, Ron Johnson. Have you heard? This is kind of going back yeah. to the six thing. Did you see the stuff that came out about him? First of yeah. all, he said he was going to run again. Now he's running, of course, because he's a liar. Right. But I guess, like, where did he get in trouble? Or, like, a bunch of stuff came out? Like, him Well, like he, his, his chief of staff texted Mike Pence's people and said, Ron wants to hand you papers and right before you certify the election. And he was going to give them false electors. And Pence's people said, absolutely don't do that. <laughs> and so then they didn't. But like, then the reporters are like, so who asked you? And Ron's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, did you see the papers? I don't know what you're talking. This is a non-story. And it looked terrible. And then he was like, pretending trying to blame to his be, or something. Yeah. But then he was pretending to be on the phone. And the reporters were like, we can see your, your screen. Like, you're not on the phone. You're just like. That's so funny. 
So he's he's one of the worst. He's probably one of the I mean, worst. This is the guy who, well, one, he's a Trump psychophant, but he's also uh, famous for being like what one of the six or eight Republicans yep. that went to Moscow on July fourth, yeah. like in twenty eighteen. And weird. he's he's done such terrible things to Wisconsin. Wisconsin used to be a pretty reasonable place. It's become kind of a hellhole the last ten years. Um, and it's space for that. Scott Walker and Paul yep. Ryan and uh, and Ron Johnson. Frankly, I mean, it's it's those big people. Well, I mean, um, the people. If it is a state that has voted in progressives before, then there should be no fucking reason why Ron Johnson yeah. can't win. But I, I don't get it. I don't know. Well, uh, the, the next this is kind of an odd shift. There's a story you you sent to me. That was an interesting one about the 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 parallels between the board apiot club and Nazism. Yeah. And um it was an interesting video. Uh, yeah, there's this video basically called Board Eight Nazi Club. Yeah. And the guy goes like real deep dive. I mean, he's talking like coded language and all this yep. shit. Like almost sounds like some QAnon stuff in a way. But like he's making up like really good points and just bringing up like how there's that these board eight things are inherently racist, which I've heard that a while ago. Um, and I mean, you see them and they are just gross. They're just gross. The whole thing is bizarre. So board ape is like, I guess, is considered the most successful NFT, right? Yeah, by far, I think. And they've gotten like celebrities to jump on this, like Madonna. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon, Paris Hilton. Seth Green. Yeah, uh, who had uh, his board ape stolen. Yeah. But thanks to Darkwing Duck. (laughs) uh, I don't know, which Seth Green put out the funniest thing he did in years with that tweet. Yeah. And again, I love that one guy who's like, yeah, I have some, uh, I can help you with this. And he's like, really? He's like, nah, I didn't think you were going to respond. I'm just, I'm just kidding. This yeah. Really uh, there is some weird, like, I guess this guy does this full investigation. Like I said, it's yep. like an hour long video. Um, and he's pointing out, like, first of all, like the people who like run this shit and like, they have like, kind of like some shady past or yeah. like, some interesting ties to things that go back to like 4chan and all this like and they just bring it up like some of the symbolism that's in the board apes like the prussian army like yeah. emblem 18 teeth on the monkeys which is like hitler or something like that how like yeah something to do with hitler the number 18 has like something to do with like nazis and shit and uh the fact that like there's all kinds of like off like in the video game throw bananas, but the bananas are sh- literally as they're spinning, it looks like a swastika. <laughs> yeah, I I watched and then like some of the letters on some of the like uniforms that these apes are wearing are really oh, and the fucking logo is literally the yeah. uh German SS. like, like what wasn't it like the SS Luftwaffen logo, the skull yeah, the logo. skull, yeah. Do you remember years ago Walmart was selling a shirt with that skull on it? And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guarantee you though, let me tell you. People are like, oh, Walmart's Walmart had no fucking clue. I guarantee there was a style guide floating around that every artist got their hand on that had like all kinds of like illustrator files yeah. with different skulls. And that skull was one of them. And yeah. I guarantee you, some idiot was told, like, hey, I need like 10 shirts and I need them like by the end of the right. day. I need 10 skull shirts. And this guy just 
went into Picked that one out of random and picked it out of random. Now it's possible that that person knew what it was and they're evil for doing it or funny, depending right. on their politics are, or probably most likely they that person had no idea just sort of, Oh, that's a cool looking kind of skull. And the art director had no fucking idea, signed off on it and it ended up in the Walmart's hand, the buyer. And they were just like, I don't know, skull cell. I'll put it yeah. in. There is an SS symbol on it. You sure you want <laughs> I don't know. I, I watched most of that video. I didn't watch all of it. And it's weird because like I totally believe the guy's basic premise. I mean, I, I believe what he's saying. I just don't know if I found his evidence to be really compelling. I don't know if you need a lot of evidence. You I know, think I mean, the like, point being is that he's just saying that like this shit needs to be exposed. Yeah. Shit, like the fact that all these celebrities are like these celebrities need to like be told and be exposed. Like, dude, do you understand what you're endorsing? Like, yeah. Do you understand what you're selling? I Did you see that fucking videos of that cringe fest? There was like a board eight party in New York. I did, yeah. And there was no one there. Yeah, I think I saw that same video on TikTok. It looked Um, terrible. It it looked terrible. I, I like with that video. I love watching it because I I love watching stuff like that. I'm kind of a a sucker for those like hidden message type of deals and symbolism and all that. I just thought with like the board yacht ape, ape club, if you just said to me this is a huge part of like crypto culture it's really advocated for by crypto bros who love elon musk and they're all like free market maximalists and experts they like to say things like globalist yeah nazi conspiracies yeah they call themselves free speech absolutists you don't need to do too much more work to to have me convinced that they're Nazis, you know, yeah, free speech absolutist is kind of funny because it's like, well, it's not funny. These are usually when they, when someone says that they're free speech absolutist, there's a really good chance that they're Nazis, but the irony is that they are not for free speech. They want their ability to say and do whatever they want. And they want published on the airwaves and they want to be able to have free reign of everything. But man, if they ever get into power, there ain't no such yeah. thing as free speech ever again. It's unlikely. That's why I always find that to be like ironic. That yeah, term. it's unlikely that these free speech absolutists are demanding that the library continue to carry Heather has two mommies. Yes, you know they're, they're not. Yeah. That's not they're, what they're doing. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I, so anyway, with that, I'm like, look, I already kind of thought they were all Nazis. If you just pointed out some like general themes, I could have gotten there myself very quickly. The ape having 18 teeth, is that like compelling evidence to me? It's interesting. I mean, I don't well, he was pointing out that these guys love to do like secret codes and shit. Yeah, and like, I I believe that. You know, it's I mean? like they says it's really just a big Nazi troll, the whole thing. And it's like, uh, what was it? There was like uh the one that was like a Bosch a remake of a Bosch painting or I yeah, know, a Bosch, Bosch. yeah, uh that famous painting, but it was board ape, and he was pointing out the severed monkey hand, yeah, the symbolism behind oh, yeah, that yeah, going yeah. back to like again, it's like Prussia, Prussia like ties to Nazis, um, yeah. It's some it's just some crazy yeah. shit. I mean, listen, it's a rat, it's a rabbit hole, but like you said. It, it is it hard to believe it's not right. I mean, it's like, I mean, like those things are like inherently racist looking. They're hideous. Yeah, and and you just look at the people that that advocate for them. The, they're all crypto bros. They're all 
I mean, it's just, I don't know, it, it doesn't take much work. And sometimes I wonder if a video like that kind of um, chips away at the obvious. Like if these people now are like, like well, that, that whole thing with the little okay symbol being white power and everything, like their defense is always like, People have used the OK symbol for years. Well, yeah, but the way they would flash it would be either on the side right. of their, um, by their pans. They but that's, so that you could only, yeah. like, they're doing it as a set. That's a, that's intentional. That's but not that's, that's why I never liked the argument that the, about the hand signal, even though it was a good argument. It's more like, no, just look at who they are and what they do. There's plenty of evidence to suggest they're all Like if there's a picture of six cops and they're all white, and the one guy, white guy in the side corner, yeah, has the OK symbol resting on his side, yep, on his leg. He's flashing a white power symbol. And if maybe he has seven excessive force complaints against him, and they all stem from arresting young black men, and his arrest ratio is out of what? Maybe that's the maybe that's the thing that says he's a racist rather than the okay symbol i agree that the okay symbol is certainly evidence well the okay symbol should be more like hey see what that guy's doing yeah let's look at his records that's yes yeah that's it so like that should be it should be like more like a cause for alarm you know it's like well let's take a closer look thanks for giving us a heads up you know hey that tattoo you have on your arm is interesting what is that and then it's like that triangle symbol that the guy showed in his video and it's like oh that's a nazi shit okay let's look into it's looking at your past a bit. Right. Oh. Yeah. Let's take a look at let's let's go look at your old social media posts. Let's go like oh, <laughs> that's that interesting. Yeah. Hey. Oh, this post you said uh when you said that uh Charlottesville was no big deal. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Right. So anyway, I, I 100% agree with it. Uh that that the board ape yacht club has probably got like a lot of overlap with toxic white nationalists nazi bullshit well he, it's not even just like okay the users whatever he's saying that the fucking creators of yeah it know yeah. exactly what they're doing and like it needs to be exposed like it's not yeah. just like oh there's people who saw it ran wild and not made it into like a like like a pepe thing you know where right. it's like guy just drew it and it turned and morphed and turned into something out of his control um which i always then like i wish he just would have just killed it he killed yeah. it and then he still never he still he still sold NFTs of it. He still fucking like sold merch with it's it. His gold mine, yeah. What? It's his gold mine now. Yeah, but like, I would be like, the pe- I would question the people who want to own it. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> for sure. I'd be like, oh, the guy buying the Pepe NFT is probably not right. Someone I would really want to be associated with. No. Like, no. there's too much history behind it. I don't think you can sanitize it at this point. Yeah. Sorry, just can't move on. Um, no, besides that, all Nazi shit, the board A thing is just hideous to begin yeah. with. It's, I don't, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be stuck with some real garbage. Well, they're gonna be like, I, I always pointed to them as a good example of an NFT that actually did do something, and I still stand by that. Like, uh, you, you could use it as a ticket to events that that was a thing cares? i know i'm just saying like anything for that but that's like saying like i have five tickets to go see the wiggles tonight yeah i don't want it i think that's a bad event but like oh maybe some people like to go see the wiggles 
Yeah, but do you need to have fucking like running on Ethereum on a fucking uh you know no, what of I mean? course not. But like no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, I, I agree there's no utility. That. They're a scam, they're a pyramid <laughs> scheme. There's people who got I can't believe like the fact that people still like I my favorite to this point now, whenever they announce a new NFT, the reactions on social media are so funny. Yeah, it, funny. People are like, well, first of all, crypto in general has took a fucking bath. Oh right? yeah. And this, will, this is a good transition to Musk. So yeah, let's yeah. talk about this a second. So I think last, I don't know what it is now. I think it went back up a bit. But mm-hmm. last time I checked Bitcoin, it, it got down to like 18,000. I last I checked, it was at like um, 20. Now, yeah. someone listening might be like, oh, that's not that bad. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's not, it doesn't sound bad. But yeah, right now it's worth 20,412. Yep, and Ethereum's worth a little over a thousand. Uh, and but people have to realize that uh, at one point recently, not too long ago, yep, Bitcoin was worth like sixty six grand. Yeah, easily. Uh, yeah, yeah. My my value of Bitcoin is worth half. I bought some early in twenty twenty one. Yep. Uh, wisest decision ever made. Yes. I always want to learn what it was like to just cut my money in half. <laughs> I think I spent like 200, a little over 200. It is now worth the value. I bought it when it was like at 30,000, I think. Yeah. Uh, it is now worth $96,033. Okay. So you've it, lost about half your money. More than half. Yeah. More yeah. than half. Um, I don't know. Regardless, it is a uh, I don't know what this means. People are like, buy the dip. I mean, listen, if Bitcoin went down to like a nickel, yeah, sure. I might buy a dollar's worth. Yeah. Because hey, if it goes up to even a thousand yeah. buck, I made four bucks, you know, like I but it I just think that like this shit's gonna die at some yeah. point. Now I know you said the components is a different story. That's a different story, but yeah. I think like Stocks are different because they involves like companies. There's like yeah, yeah. There's a company, a product, usually something, an idea backing it. And but this is different. And I think people are starting to realize this thing's a scheme. Did you see that Iran uh like basically shut down crypto mining? Like they were I've like, seen a few places, yeah. They're like, because they're it's it sucks the shit out of resources. Well, that's the thing that's been scary in Texas from an electrical standpoint is that Texas is really advocated. For, they want to set up Bitcoin mining towns, right? Um, but the grid can't even handle the, the demand it currently experiences. Like, I mean, it's absolutely insane. Like, well, was it the joke was that they were like in South America and they got kicked out and Texas was like, come here. And yeah. Then- Right? Was it, it wasn't even like in the United States originally. And yeah. Texas is like, yeah, come here. We have no regulations. Uh, we have less regulations than a third than a third world country. Third world country. Yeah. Uh, and uh, mm. what was it like when the power was going out during like that? We had that little winter snap early yeah. this year, and they were like set begging these crypto companies, like just shut down for a week. Right. Just right? For, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, why would we? That's why we came here. <laughs> well, you let us in. We're the parasite. You don't invite a parasite in. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this is the this is the the transition, I guess, because Elon Musk was real supportive of moving a lot of his stuff to Texas. 
and he was real supportive of crypto it was kind of like this big package grift um and uh yeah yeah. hold on i'm trying to find this thing about though about where are you yeah he well someone's suing him now for like what 258 billion dollars because of him and he's suing elon musk and tesla for uh basically manipulating the market on uh doge and oh yeah is, which is exactly what he did the other day he tweeted out like i still believe in doge and i saw that wrote, yeah. like you didn't even buy it or you like yeah. sold it i don't know something and it was like dude this guy is that's all this guy does now is just manipulate the market the yeah. fact that he doesn't face any repercussions for doing this this is like elite this is illegal shit yeah i mean fuck what did what's her face go to jail for from like um uh, yeah uh, martha stewart yeah, what did she go in jail for? It was like, basically insider trading. How is this not, you know? Like, well, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to see what he bought and sold on it, but it does, I don't know, it, it brings up some questions for sure. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm trying to find the thing about Iran, though. Mm-hmm. Give me one sec. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to, uh, what were you going to talk about, though, with Musk? Well, we were going to wind up with him uh perhaps still purchasing twitter i guess the board approved it uh unanimously to let him buy twitter and um that's that was the next step now now shareholders have to agree to it so it looks more likely now it's it's been exhausting because it looked like it was a done deal then it looked like it wasn't going to happen then it looked like it was a done deal then it looked like it wasn't going to happen and now it's back to looking like a done deal I'm telling you, I think he he he's just gonna destroy it. It ain't gonna get back. Whatever, well, whatever the right wing thinks that he's gonna like allow people to say whatever they want on Twitter and turn it back into 2015. Yeah. I've heard it, I said that. I'm like, I can't even imagine what Twitter was like in 2015. It must have been a horror show, like pre-Trump, like really running. And yeah. because he they're specifically picking that time. That's like when all those awful like characters were running wild and just yeah. coming out like Stefan Molyneux. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Real hideous like uh white supremacists, uh na- white nationalists, Nazis running rampant on Twitter. And these people think that like Musk is gonna like open the door and allow that to happen and and basically silence the people that were supposedly the ones silencing yeah. people, which is like a joke in itself. Um but the reality is, is what's going to happen is a bunch of bad, poor money-making ideas, poor attempts to make Twitter profitable or whatever yeah. it is they want Twitter to be. It ain't going to happen. It's going to ruin the. It's going to ruin it, and people are just going to leave. Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, if Twitter went away tomorrow, I'd be like, well, maybe I'll read a book instead. <laughs> I'd, I'd go on Reddit more than I do. Uh, I don't now. really like Reddit. Reddit's weird. Reddit's like a weird maze. I'm not. I have Reddit. I like. I, not that this is like terribly interesting to anyone else, but I like going on like the. If there's something you really like, you know, like I like talking about grammar sometimes, you know, because I I do editing on occasion. Um, yeah, it's really kind of cool because it's like people that are hyper good at. Uh, at, at something all kind of get in there there's this real funny thing uh, apparently one of the best things you can do on reddit is you go in there and you ask a question hoping that experts will answer you 
And this one guy on Reddit said the, the best strategy on Reddit is to go to like a, a subtopic and then pose a question. And then with your backup account, answer the question incorrectly because no one's going to answer your question, but people will pile on to explain why the other person is wrong in his or her answer to you. So right. that's, yeah, that's, that's the strategy. Suck. You'd be like, Hey, I, I started up my iMac and I got error message 610. What does that mean? No one will answer you. And then, but if you're in your dummy account, you say, Hey, 610 means you need to reboot the hard drive. Like, boom. 30 answers. Like <laughs> Now you're trending. Here's some, there's some Reddit gold. I, yeah. I mean, it's not the same thing as Twitter. True, I posted true, true. artwork on there. I've gotten some pretty good response from it. Yeah. I still have a hard time trying to figure out where to post it. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's, it, a, it's really weird. People get like real finicky. Like this is not right for this. Right. This isn't right. I'm like, Oh, shut the fuck up. Just because this is a hello kitty. And I'm posting a, yeah. A Trump drawing. I was <laughs> uh some of the moderators are like weird they like they're like all like little power hungry. oh like, yeah yeah i can shut down a post like nothing yep um, it's like having like seven thousand little elon musks so well i just think like in the end of the day he's not gonna do anything to make twitter better he he will either ruin it and everyone will leave or very little change nothing the only i i, I just I'm, I'm sorry i just don't think like he, uh, the only thing I think, like, is that he would bring let Trump come back on. Yeah, and Trump would come back on. That would just that would just be demoralizing. Like that would be a really shitty feeling. I would so. just leave Twitter at that point. I'd be yeah. like, eh, nah, bye. Yeah, I mean, I was on there when he was on there, but I felt like when they finally got rid of him. They got rid of him for a good reason, which well, was like, you know, igniting a terrorist yeah. attack on our nation's if capital. You, if you let him come back on, you're kind of retroactively saying that everything he said was fine. Yeah. You know, you're so saying that the uh, attack on the capital that he instigated and false election stuff yep. was, uh, you, you invalidate the, uh, the, or you validated him. Yeah. And you invalidated his crimes. I mean, like, um, I think he's full of shit, though, Musk. I mean, like, he doesn't... I don't know why he's trying to court the right. I don't get it. Maybe because they kiss his ass so much more. Like, he does. the thing is, like, okay, with, like, progressives and, like, left-leaning people, stuff like that, you have to, like... It's harder to, like, have people, like, kiss your ass. I mean, yeah. they, they'll respect you, maybe, uh, but, like, they're not going to, like, praise you. Like, I mean, you're not... Unless you're Bernie Sanders. That's I was like, going to say Bernie. He's like Bernie might be the only one that like, it's like pray. But that's not true. Cause I've seen a lot of progressives that don't like him either, but like. Yeah. But like um, he gets, that's a good example. He is the closest you'd get to that on the left. But like, at least with him, I feel like at least there's a good reason. Yeah. You know, but with Musk, it's like, I mean, all these people are like, they're just like sucking his dick on yeah, Twitter. It's, it's like, terrible. oh my, they think like he's going to like, it's like, dude, it's just some billionaire asshole. He doesn't give a fuck about you. You see the thing about his kid came oh, out yeah, trans yeah. and like basically said, like, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, that was real they're sad. Eight, you know? They're 18 now. I mean, I mean, he must be horrible. Yeah. He must be absolutely horrible. If like, I mean, you're 18 and you want to like I mean, I would imagine that like he's gone on Twitter and been like, pronouns are stupid. Yeah. 
It's like, what do you mean pronoun? Everyone uses pronouns. It's yeah. stupid. That's stupid what you just said. Everyone yeah. uses them. Like, they use them when they don't even realize it. They're using them. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Oh, oh wow. Did they? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is that the people use that all the time. You know, the, the, their friends in the bathroom and the waiter comes by and you say, they'll be right back. You know, you don't say, He'll be right back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you do, but you're just as likely to say they. You know, that's that's a it's real just fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. But um, hey, real quick, I just want to yeah. this is the last thing I want to talk about. Uh I, I was looking, I was trying to find things about Iran and stuff like that, but like uh so there's been talks of the uh this could be the last topic we hold yeah. around, so recently there was a convention in texas for uh it was like last week i think it might happen like after yeah. we did our podcast so we couldn't really talk about it um there was like a gop texas convention right and they put in like all this like whatever their platform is and yeah, it's yeah. of course anti-lgbt it's yep. anti like i forgot they put in some real crazy shit in there um they attacked like Dan Crenshaw or people were there attacking. Yeah. 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 There was this other guy attacking Cruz. Uh, they were like, yeah, I saw that. That was funny. Yeah. That was great. That guy is horrible, but like the, it's funny. This guy who was like some, I don't know if he's like some info words, not, but he attacked Cruz on like all this stuff that like crosses party line where yeah. like, you fled the state when it froze. Right. <laughs> you did Trump like, uh, said, said the your wife ugly yeah. and you still like kissed his ass it was great like this guy probably is i mean he's calling him a globalist and that shit which is like yeah, a red yeah. flag right there <laughs> but like hey he hit all the right beats when it came he to attacking cruise i mean cruise fled the state when it froze there's no excuse that he, is hilarious i mean that should always be brought up oh yeah that motherfucker yeah. ever runs for president the first thing any of his opponents in the primary should say to cruise is like what happens if, like, the country's in attack? Are you going to get on gets, this plane and go to Cancun? What if it gets cold? What if it gets yeah, cold? what if it gets cold in D.C.? Are you going to flee to Cancun? Yeah. Like, yeah. no, but, I mean, you could bring that up. Like, yeah, in a way, course. the the weather in Texas was like a terrorist attack. You know, it was, like, uncontrolled. Like, people didn't know what to do. And when the going got tough, Ted Cruz fled. It was a, like a terrorist attack that someone on the TV told you to expect five days earlier. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's why pictures. Cruz his, and that's why Cruz bought his tickets and got the fuck yeah, out. He prepared. <laughs> He's like, I'll be out of here. Um, but one of the big things they put in was something about succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say, go ahead. Yeah. And you're probably like, well, I live here. Well, they can't. I mean, like, they. No, they, let them. They've been. I've heard my entire adult life, Texas threatening, yeah, to succeed. I heard Rick Perry say it a bunch of times. I've heard Abbott. Always, it, they usually do it when a Democrat's president. They yeah. threatening to succeed. Go ahead, please do. Now you know these guys are full of shit because the minute there's like any kind of disaster or any aid that is needed, they're Rick Perry, yeah. Abbott. Their hands are out to the federal government pleading for dollars. But I'd yeah. say. Well, someone brought up a good point today. I saw on Twitter and said that Texas would never succeed because then all the college sports would not be able to yeah. participate with the other colleges. 
Well, they couldn't. And also, I think it's so funny that and football is more important than anything in Texas. So, yeah. And what do they, I mean, like, just doesn't make any sense. How many steel mills does Texas have? It doesn't matter. These fucking (laughs) assholes say they want to succeed. Go ahead. I'd say that should be the reaction. Go ahead. What? Call their bluff. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll have we'll have Merrick Garland draw up the paperwork. Where where should we mail it? Yeah, like go ahead. You want to succeed? Um, you know, it's like telling a kid, like the kid's like, I'm gonna run away. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Take care of yourself. I I, I think it's funny, but I think yeah, that should be the reaction anytime these assholes say that. It should just be like, all right, all right. I mean, like, I can't say we'll miss you. Right. You know what I mean? Like I know you're like I live here. What the hell? Well, no, I mean like it's just they they can't. I mean like when states do this, like California would sometimes say we're seceding, but California could actually do it because California yeah, has like difference. a California could literally succeed. They have yeah. a pretty balanced economy. They have like agriculture. They actually have some oil. They have tech. They have manufacturing. The California is a pretty complete package. Not many states are. Like I can't think of hardly any other states that are. That's probably like unique in that way. So, so Texas doesn't have any steel mills. No, I don't think no, so. I mean, no like gay steel mills from the <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah, we work hard and we play hard too. <laughs> so, yeah. Dad, why did you take me to a gay steel mill? <laughs> Hot stuff coming through. Oh, jeez, <laughs> such a good episode. That was a good one. <laughs> um, but I, I encourage it. I want. Well, one because I'm out of there. So yeah, see. I'm not going to hold my breath on them. Actually, well, let's see. It. Let's see it happen. What would you do? Oh, um, I don't know. That's a good question. That would be like pretty unprecedented. I would think know... it would bring down the property values like crazy. Well, you don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like honestly, if something like that were to happen, there'd be probably some sort of freeze in property values or something like that. I don't. I mean, the, the, that's, I guess, like one part of the the larger story is that, like, how would any of it happen? Like, wh- how would they the the interstates belong to the United States? What? How are they going to keep the roads? I mean, like, that doesn't make any sense either. I mean, like, none I of mean, it makes, none of it makes sense. sense. So, uh, I'm just saying, do you think a lot of people would flee the state? Oh, or the, like or the country because. In, it, if if let's you could pretend that like it happened and yeah all the problems associated the, with it like the interstate highways yeah. that type I don't of stuff. know I mean I I would I would probably move then um but like so many things would have happened along the way that I don't know that it would be possible you know what I mean like you just wake up tomorrow yeah found out that Texas is has seceded from the United yeah. States Biden said. All right. Have a good day. If and that were to happen, happen like, like I'm your new president, you you just as likely see like Dallas secede from Texas, <laughs> right? I mean, like it, then you're getting like pretty ridiculous. No, I'm getting ridiculous. Like, the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, because it's so stupid. They keep saying this, and like you said, yeah, just the highways alone is like yeah. But like, I'm just saying, like, what does Texas think is going to happen if they did succeed from yeah. the country? I mean, like, what Texas has a national guard, but that's probably like fifteen hundred troops. You know, I mean, like, what, I mean, like, honestly, if if Texas were to secede and become its own country, Mexico would probably take it. 
frankly. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, Mexico would be a towering giant. And Texas Mexico would, be, would seize definitely the southern part of it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, like, like it, oh, hey, yeah. take some of that back. I don't think they've thought like any of that through. So, no, well, it is a thoughtless yeah. statement. I feel like you're putting too much actual real <laughs> thought into it. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, ima- imagine. I'd I'd leave. I mean, if that were the case, then it would be to the well, point I, right. Yeah, eight. in reality, if they were to succeed, there's definitely be some real major shifts and horrible shit happening in this country. Yeah, and there would be a horrible domino effect. It would be almost like the South would just split or something. Well, it would be real bad because then you would be like, "Well, I'm going to move to uh, Colorado," but like in Colorado, Denver would probably be safe, but like Western Colorado would probably be seceding from. Colorado and Eastern Oregon would be oh, seceding from kind of insane. We like have like we'd have seven hundred different states, you know, and and split into four countries. <laughs> think and, of the old Mister Show skit where like David Cross has his own country, but it's just yeah. like an acre of land, and like, yeah, and he goes into town trying to use his convert his money, mm. like his That's dollars right. into yeah. our dollars, and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then like he's trying to get water. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like he's not attached to the uh the, like because he's his own country now yeah yeah i mean it's so stupid i mean but they keep doing it and it's like anytime it's on it, someone should be like yeah go ahead do it yeah. well, it's like it. like an idiot it, it's like a, the, like the idiot three houses down from you wanting to secede from the city like <laughs> okay go, like, good go uh try to uh, go throw out your own garbage yeah go, throw out, go uh drain your water or dirty water right. somewhere else because you can't yeah. use our pipes anymore uh you're We're not connecting your toilet sewer anymore yeah so, anyway. <laughs> and also you're not attached to the grid either so uh good luck oh anyway that's a good that's a good Play. that's good luck that's a good place to end it that's good it's just this, like i said i've heard this my whole life and it's like they, they all huff and puff when they do it and i'm just saying go right in yeah. yeah please do i would love to one like you said yes it would be fucking chaos and there'd be like splintering off and then every chud like all of a sudden like in california northern california be like we're succeeding from yeah. california it would be like a disaster Mm-hmm. So, but no, just just imagine the own world. Texas succeeds from the United yeah. States by <laughs> itself. No, doesn't create a tailwind effect. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, then we'd be out to be like, I don't know. We have an issue with our southern border. Yeah, southern right. border is uh right below like <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and handle. <laughs> oh well. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. On that note. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day. <laughs>